Radio's Dream Team. Rick Burgess, Bill Bubba Bussey, Calvin Speedy Wilburn, The Real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, and Eddie Van Adler. Six minutes past the hour, Dream Team ready to go. Thank you for being with us. Our website, Rick and Bubba, spell out the word and.com. Go there for all the information about the Rick and Bubba show. And then some, don't forget, coming up this weekend, Rick and Bubba University, the podcast. Our title this weekend, you guessed it, Coronavirus, Truth and Lies, as we interview Dr. David Williams. You don't want to miss this one uh, coming up this weekend. Also, don't forget if uh, your mama maybe needs a little work, fix mama's mouth is back. Uh, you know, mama always puts herself last, and sometimes her grill reflects that. Uh, so you could get her a complete dental makeover with Dr. Dudney. We've done it for years, a $15,000 makeover. Uh, and you can do that by going to the contest button there at rickandbubba.com. Follow our instructions to the letter, please, and enter your mom. So Bubba, James Spann is going to join us to uh, start the hour. Oh, James. Oh, my goodness. Wait a minute. Yeah. Yeah. There he is. There he is. He's a man with a big weather plan. He's a mighty James Spann. He's a mighty good weather man. He's the man Rick and Bubba's biggest fan. He's a main weather man. He's a mighty James Spann. Hello, James Spann. Welcome back to Rick and Bubba. How are you? Gentlemen, happy Friday. How's everybody? We're good. We're good. Yeah, I apologize for that, Speedy. Making notes. Spans uh, button, uh, the label is gone. Uh, James, yeah. uh, <laughs> you, you are still at your home studio, and uh, I had spoken with you earlier this week. You said company mandate, huh? Yeah, we're going to be, uh, say we, I will be working from home until the end of May. And that's kind of a company thing. They're trying to keep everybody spaced out. You know, I got green walls and lights and mics, so <laughs> it's easy for me to do it. So it's no problem. I, I just have to remember not to stand up because I'm not wearing any pants. There we go. <laughs> what is it with you TV people and you're, you're, you won't wear your pants? Why, what was it that big a deal to put a pair of pants on? <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you know, you just got to save time. You got to do what you got to do. Sure. James, I, I'm curious about, about something your your wife, I'm sure at times, because you, you work a lot and you're very busy, very dedicated to what you do. And I'm sure your wife a lot of times would go, you know, I wish James was at home more. Yeah. Does she feel that way now? Yeah. No, no, she's clearly ready for me to go back. I mean, she's had enough of this, you know, all this loud talking up here all the time and green walls. And, you know, I've got a camera set up in the backyard because I have to have a sky cam to do the weather on television. So I put my phone out in the backyard as a remote camera, you know, shooting the sky and everything else. So she's probably had enough of this stuff. I, I think that's true for most couples. It's great for a while, but yeah, you know, at some it's point the, it's time to go back to work. Is yeah. the span cam up and working now? Uh, it is not. Uh, it's actually, uh, I've got it here with me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have to go rig it up every day, and I wasn't in the mood to do it early this morning. Sure. So, no, sorry. Um, so let's, uh, do you think there's any, I, I know that, uh, we'll, we'll, you can give the whole weekend forecast, which uh, looks pretty uneventful, but uh, is there some concern? You said we may have a tropical storm that may get a name. Uh, is this like it's going to yeah. it's going to turn out to be anything? Yeah, you know, you know, it's, it's this little preseason action here. It's kind of like the preseason yeah. NFL games that are played in August. Technically, the hurricane season begins on June first, so we have a little disturbance that's near Key West in Miami, and this thing is going to be moving northeast, and uh, this will probably become a pretty good little surface low off the southeast coast of the United States. I'm not so sure it's going to be a classic tropical storm. It could be categorized as subtropical, kind of a hybrid. But even if that's the case, it will get a name. 
and the first name for this year's season is Arthur. Arthur. Mm. You're always... We're always thankful for the names we can pronounce, uh, but this will stay off the east coast of the United States, uh, so no direct impact to land. But for folks that might be at places like Charleston or Myrtle Beach or, say, Cape Hatteras, the Outer Banks, you'll probably have rough surf and rip currents from that thing. Uh, but that will be moving offshore. Again, no direct threat to land. But, yeah, that's a little preseason action. And by the way, fellas, I had to mention here in the last hour, we had a pretty big uh, earthquake this morning. Oh. Western United States. You know, I, I don't know what's next. The, I guess the locusts and the quakes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. it's all yeah. It's quite here. a list, isn't it? Well, you know, we did have locusts it, in Africa yeah. uh, a couple months back, back, right when this was first all starting. Everybody's like, my goodness, here, here it is. Yeah, it, well, this is, this is a good one. This is a 6.4 quake, and that's a pretty Man. big one now. It's centered in Nevada, western Nevada, but with a 6.4, you're going to feel that over into central California. I would imagine uh, people in Fresno and Sacramento and maybe even San Francisco felt this thing. But thankfully, the epicenter is in a spot where, you know, it's, there's nothing there. So hopefully there was no damage from that. But that happened about uh, about an hour ago. So it's like you're just sitting here waiting to see what's going to happen next. Uh, but in terms of the weather, uh, fellas, it's a fairly quiet pattern. Uh, for where you guys are, and it's starting to warm up. Don't you guys love the heat and the humidity coming back? Isn't that exciting? Yeah, it's, not yeah. cra- it's not getting crazy, though. I, I, look, it I, was a I, little windy for me in April. Yeah, I, t- yeah. Yeah, I, I was going to say, I could do without a mild wind being now called 10 miles an hour. Right. I mean, where did all this wind come from? It was the windiest April. I mean, but uh, but I've, I look, I love the cobalt blue in a, in a high of about 68. And I will tell you this, I probably, it was a little windy. And at times it was a little wet, but overall, I, I've kind of enjoyed our spring weather. I think it's been really nice. I like it a little cooler. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it. In fact, April for many people in the southern United States was cooler than March. Yeah, uh, it was refreshingly cool. We had a lot of uh, continental air coming in following these big storm systems. But as we get into May, typically what happens this time of the year, the jet stream, the mid-latitude westerlies begin to shift north. And the Gulf Coast states, they kind of get under a ridge and it gets kind of hot and kind of muggy. And we're settling into the summer pattern. And this is a classic example today. Uh, We could see some really rough weather in parts of New England today. They have an enhanced risk of severe weather uh, for parts of New York State, Massachusetts, Vermont, New Hampshire. Uh, and you can see how the severe weather is kind of arcs around this upper high that's over the southeast. So uh, for folks listening to us in places like Oklahoma City, Dallas, Fort Worth, Abilene, Indianapolis, Pittsburgh, New York City, Boston, that's where the better chance of uh, severe storms will be uh, today. But there is one little thing that might happen next week for our friends in the southern states. Uh, we, this might be the last little break we're going to get before summer, but there's evidence that this upper low forms over the southeastern states on Tuesday, and that should knock highs back into the 70s uh, for a while where you guys I are. I love it. And that's Below average, you know, so uh, I, I'm not so sure we're going to see highs in the 70s again until sometime in late September or October. So uh, oh, you won't see it for, in September. That may be one of our hottest months ever. <laughs> Maybe yeah, no, you, you're right. No, man, uh, I tell people all the time, if you're looking for a cool breeze in September, good luck with that. Don't, co- don't <laughs> come down here. James, no. should we yeah. should we read anything into the cool April? I mean, does that mean our summer might be a little more mild or does that mean – it will be hotter to catch up and hit the average. There's no correlation. You know, a lot of times if you have a really warm spring or a cold spring or a wet spring, people try and read 
you know, something into that. But we, we've done a pretty good study looking at spring data and then the following summer. There's no correlation. And for many places in the southern United States, it's been abnormally wet in the spring. Uh, some locations are over 15 inches above average. But again, that doesn't necessarily mm-hmm. mean the summer is going to be wet. In fact, I'll be honest with you guys. I'm more concerned about here we go. Drought got, conditions. Don't say that. Uh, <sighs> don't get and, into and, this. And, and, and listen, if you're in South Alabama or South Mississippi or the Florida panhandle, you're already in drought conditions. Uh, in fact, Mobile, Alabama is deficient by 10 inches for the year. How can that and be? They had wildfire problems. I mean, they have had major wildfire issues in the Florida panhandle, coastal parts of Alabama and Mississippi. These big fires, you can see them on oh, yeah. satellite yeah. images. 30, they're, they're nasty. Even, yeah, 30A over into Florida saw that. Oh, uh, they had one. Let yeah, me ask it, you this. It, so did those places, I'm sorry, not get the, the tons and tons of rain that those of us more inland got this spring? They didn't get it right. as much as we did? Totally missed it. Totally okay. missed oh, the big no. rains that the, the inland areas had back in the first part of the year. So they are amazingly dry. But I'll say this, fellows, I, I do think, and, and a lot of people have said this, and I tend to agree that the hurricane season is going to shake and bake this year. I think it's going to be really active. Uh, La Nina is setting up. That's an inso phase. And when you've got a La Nina condition, oh. that tends to favor good conditions for hurricanes to form in the Atlantic Basin. The water is abnormally warm in the Gulf of Mexico and the Atlantic, which again is a contributing factor. So in, in a way, it's kind of good and bad news. What you want is a weak tropical system to come up and wet down those coastal areas where it's so dry. On the other hand, you don't want a Category 5 hurricane like a Michael coming up in there. But I I would not be shocked if this hurricane season were to be active. And, of course, the peak of the season tends to be later, you know, August and September. But just it seems like the cards are lining up for that. And the way this year's gone so far, that would make perfect sense to have devastating hurricanes (laughs) on top of the locusts, the earthquakes, and everything else. Arthur, he does what he pleases. All right, so uh, thanks a lot. Do you remember those movies, Arthur? Do you remember those? James, if you hear of any water turning to blood, let us know right away. (laughs) I'll give you a call. Thank you. Should we paint our doorpost with gravy? I mean, something. All right, we'll be right back. More Rick and Bubba coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. This is Jack Nicholson. Guess what? You're listening to the two sexiest fat men in radio, Rick and Bubba. I myself call them Richard and Bubsy, but that's another story. 22 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show, 866-WE-BE-BIG's our number. Thanks for being with us today, and we hope you have a great weekend coming up. Uh, Don't forget Rick and Bubba University this weekend. Uh, it will be about uh, the truth and lies and hysteria and propaganda and then things to be legitimately concerned about. We talked to a medical doctor, what a concept, uh, this weekend who's actually been seeing patients for years through flu seasons after flu season after flu season. And uh, he has an interesting uh, view of this whole thing, so I think you'll enjoy it this weekend. All right, so a couple of things, that the new world we're living in. All right, so th- this has been happening. I had an interesting thing happen on Wednesday, and then I had something else happen yesterday. So... We know now that there's no telling. I mean, we have friends that, you know, their job has been done away with or because of the kind of business they have as an entrepreneur. They have, they've had to go work for DoorDash and Uber Eats and 
all these different things. And some of them are doing really making good money. Some of the people doing the shipped stuff uh, where you go and bring people right. their groceries. There, there's some, I mean, there's some guys telling me they were knocking down fifteen, eighteen hundred dollars a week. You know, this kind of stuff. So it, it's created, you know, a boom in, in some of the other areas. So anyway, you know, when you order something to this studio, it's it's complicated. Uh, you know, and it, it, it's, right. it's not an easy deal. However, the address gets you here, but yeah. you have to find the suite. You mean from like food? Yeah, food, food standpoint. Yeah. yeah, well, really, try to try to try to be UPS and try to deliver to <laughs> to an office that everybody leaves by lunch. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so so With but, secretary. Yeah, so yeah, so here's the thing. So on Wednesdays now, can't have the men in here in the Bible study, okay, and can't walk. Even now that we've opened some restaurants, all the ones close to us are closed. Some may make it, some may not. So there's no walking over to sit down and eat like I know. normally on Wednesdays when I stay here to do the Bible study that's on YouTube. I will just go around the corner and I'll eat lunch at one of the two restaurants that were literally right outside our door. Well, they're down. They're gone. So even then there was the times I couldn't go to restaurants. So on Wednesdays, I would just order an Uber Eats here to the door, and Stretch and I would eat and whatever. But even this past Wednesday, I had nowhere to go, so I had to do it again, even though restaurants were somewhere opening to 50% capacity or whatever. I would have gone to a restaurant if there was one to go to. So anyway, it had been going so smooth. I mean, the, and, and I, what I would always do, you know, they give you that option to text anything you want the driver to know. Mm-hmm. And I would say, you are delivering to the Rick and Bubba studio. Here's where it's located in this center. Here's the route you need to go. Here's the office door. Here's the studio door. Okay. Let's go office door because I can give you two restaurants, even though they're closed. If you know where these two restaurants are, you just walk in between them and you're there. Mm -hmm. You'll see our sign that says, here's the office entry. And it was just going so, so smooth. Mm -hmm. So this poor guy this past Wednesday. I've never seen somebody get that lost. On, on <laughs> oh, really? So, so anyway, Greg, you would love this. So, I, I this is the one I love. So, I, you know, you can see the little cartoon car, you know, and watch it try to find its way to where you are. And and I thought, and 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 Stretch loves it because I'll scream at the cartoon car, no, 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 turn there. And there's nothing you can do to the cartoon car. And then if you're texting them, they can't be texting and driving you know so you don't even know if they're looking down at their phone and you don't know if you want them to because then they might crash right you know but you'll watch that cartoon car and go hey he's got it he's good stretch will get the update he'll be listening i'll go no no and so stretch just loves it so so anyway so so on on this poor guy this last wednesday and stretch you missed this one because you would you didn't do the bible study this past wednesday adler came back over here and we wept and saw each other and did a fake hug and so so anyway the guy finally, and of course, you know how this works. It had been going smooth. I'd gone through two, three weeks where I never had to do anything. It came right to the door yeah. with just simple instructions. Well, what happens on the time that a guy's going to get the most lost? Somebody's going to call you while you're waiting on the food. Okay, you don't now your phone's not available. All right. So I'm talking to somebody that that I was talking to, and we were talking about something, and I kept hearing that. Somebody's trying to call me. I look down. I don't recognize the number. Oh, it's the guy. And finally I said, look, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to put you on hold. And I said, I think this is the guy trying to bring the food here. I thought he could make it. I haven't been watching his cartoon car this week. And so all of a sudden, of course, a very thick accent. Very thick. I mean, very difficult to understand the English. Okay. 
And at one point I realized, now keep in mind, I text two people, and this shows you there are some people that have no idea this show exists. It doesn't even know it's even on the planet, which is fine. I mean, it, it's heartbreaking, but but you understand. <laughs> I don't know how to break it to y'all. There's people who don't know anything about our show. Okay, so even in our home city. So <laughs> I can't go there and eat this. I think I... Oh, I think I somebody and I said, I'm sorry, I, I don't know what you're saying. I'm sorry, where where are you? I'm here. And I said, and I'm standing at the office door. Are you over by the studio? What? Are you over by the studio? Huh? <laughs> no, no, what? No, okay, you don't didn't I realize he he doesn't know what I mean by the Rick and Bubba studio. What sound is he making again? He, he didn't have me. And I said, okay, where are you? And then he goes, are you going to come out? I leave it by the door. And I said, what, what door? I don't see you. You're not at the right door. <laughs> what door? What door? What door are you leaving in? That's my sandwich. You know what I mean? And I said, I'm sorry. What'd you say? Did you say shell? Shell? Shell station? I'm like, oh, okay. I, I'm not a gas station. I'm not at the Shell station. I'm leaving it. Don't leave it at the Shell station. I'm like, it's, you're you're close. You're, you're you are. You're right there. You're there. very yeah, close. We're you, not a gas station. You try to get from there to here. Yeah. Uh, Don't leave it there. I'm with an Eng- with a, a language barrier. They want you to not leave. Don't leave it there. <laughs> I'm not walking to Shell. And so so finally, I tried to get him. I said, let me tell you where to go. Park in front of Panera Bread. Huh? Oh, oh gosh! Do you see Panera Bread? No. Uh-uh. You can't see Panera Bread. It's a shell. I'm not the shell. And I said, "Go park in front of it." So then, okay. And so he goes over, and we do this for a while. I don't see him. I'm here. I said, "You're not here. Where are you?" I'm in front of the purple place. Are you at Planet Fitness? And, and he's at Purple Door. No. I said, "What's not a gym? I'm not a shell station. I'm not a gym." You know what I said? Stay where you are. Don't move. Stay right there. And we went out, and I guess we're you know all going to die. Swept I, the area. I, I actually had to walk out in the middle of a plaza and open air and take a bag from somebody. No, you did in a in an N95 mask. <laughs> Thank you. I'm so sorry. I said, man, don't worry about it. I know you're out there, man. You're just trying to make it happen. <laughs> but in the future. I started to ask you if you heard of us, but that's a waste Bubba, of time. Rick and Bubba. This is the Rick and Bubba Show. The views and opinions expressed by the show are not necessarily those of the staff and management of this radio station, but they should be. Do you your 35 minutes now past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. Hey, don't forget joinhoney.com slash Bubba if you added that uh, browser extension. It's free and, uh, and it installs in just seconds. Then when you go to shop online, it, it, you go there and once you've installed it, when you get ready to check out, wherever you shop, uh, most all of the big uh, online stores uh, are available to you. And then joinhoney.com slash Bubba will then scan the database and go find coupons that will, and you'll watch, you'll hit apply coupons and you'll watch your price drop if coupons are available. Uh, they've saved uh, people over $2 billion. There's 100,000 five-star reviews on Google Chrome Store. So if you'd like to get that for seconds today at no charge, go to joinhoney.com slash Bubba. It's backed by PayPal. 
so you know it's secure, or rickandbubba.com there under the sponsors button. I did notice, though, when I was doing the thing about you know ordering food to be brought to you, and I see this, that Missouri's taking a little different approach. Missouri's restaurants, uh, coronavirus surcharge is causing some backlash. Some of these restaurants, backlash, some of these restaurants that have been out of business and now they've decided to put a coronavirus surcharge to help them get back on their feet. Rick, can I advise them on that a little bit? Yeah. Instead of saying that, just ease your price up a dollar or something. Don't tell him by that. Yeah, I would 100%. Uh, th- I think you're overthinking this one. Well, I noticed like one of the restaurants I was using to bring food here, they offered me an opportunity to donate to the restaurant. Have you seen this? <laughs> Where it says, would you like to donate hmm. to this restaurant to help it get back on its feet? Um, <clears throat> no. I, I mean, I, I just, uh, like you, I'm buying food from it's, it's just like gasoline. Bump that sandwich up. Hey, it's just like gasoline. It was a dollar fifty five the other day. More people are getting back out of gnosis at one sixty nine now. You know, I mean, so so it's going to go up. Uh, if you if you're saying we and I know there's the the, the law of diminishing return. Yep. You can't go yep. too far. But if you want to if you want to go ahead and say we're struggling, so your sandwich that cost you know eight ninety nine today is nine ninety nine. All right, but I I don't know about you're not a charity. You know, it's it's like uh, you know. In, in, do, do you think they're going for the straightforward approach, like the guy at the inter, you know, at the intersection that's holding the sign up, that's begging and says, "I need to buy wine with it." And some people go, "You know what? At least you're honest. I'm gonna throw you." Right, a right. Remember, remember that great guy, guy, guy we yeah, love. The guy, the guy said, "All these other guys are lying to you." I'm gonna yeah. tell you what I want. <laughs> I need a drink. I need a drink. All right. So then Bubba tells me in the break, and you know, and we, and I was all prepared for you know we've covered over and over again celebrity deaths and the and what it takes to get their body buried. And, man, some of this has gone on and on and on. The things that have happened with some of these celebrity deaths about where they're going to be laid to rest, family members begin to fight, oh, yeah. kids by various women, all this kind of stuff. So when I heard that Little Richard was, was de- was, had passed, I thought, oh, boy, here we go. I don't know the story of Little Richard. I don't even know, you know the whole Little Richard background. I did. I did like this one. But so, in the back of your mind, you thought, "Wow, this here we could go. Be, this could be another one." Here of these we go. I thought. Long, that, yeah. I thought we need to get our update music, right. the whole thing. Right. And and I remember, you know, I love this term when somebody said this because he did do this. The self-proclaimed right. uh, inventor of rock and roll. Yes. You remember, <laughs> Little Richard said it was not Elvis; it was actually <laughs> right. me. Right. Uh, Listen, he had a good stick. He had a good stick. He was early. Funny. Yeah, and there were people who agreed with him. But yeah. anyway, I love the term "self-proclaimed." You're right. Uh, right. But anyway, and all of a sudden, I just. You know, go in the kitchen, eat my yogurt, you know, make my way to the restroom, come back. And I walk in, and Bubba's in here claiming that little Richard is being laid to rest in Huntsville, Alabama. I yeah. didn't know he was yeah, at him. Oakwood University Memorial Garden Cemetery. But how week. did how did they get the, the the burial of little Richard's body of all the other places it could be buried? How did they get it? They... He's an alumni of Oakwood University. Well, yeah, but I mean, I'm a, well, I'm an alumni of Jack State, but they're not going to bury me there. Well, I mean, you know what? Uh, you know, funny as you as you are with that, where, where my family burial is, it looks like I am. Being well, that's at Jack different. State. You're, yeah, that's a, you're from that town, but, but I'm talking about. <laughs> little, he's from Macon, Georgia. Yeah, I knew that. I didn't know that little Richard had such a a connection to where he went to college yeah. in Huntsville that he wanted to be buried there. Rick, did you know he went? Can to I, somebody help me with that? Rick, he went to Oakwood University to study to become a minister. Really. And and Oakwood got the the plot. Yeah, of apparently all the, they have. Macon, a, Georgia didn't get it. They have a university memorial garden cemetery. Does that mean that little Richard had nowhere to be buried, and they said we'll take him? This sounds like he probably made a deal to be buried there with them 
you know, to help their publicity if I had to guess. I'm just, and I'm strictly guessing. Yeah, well, that's all, well, that's all we got right now because it doesn't, it's kind of, yeah. that's nothing against Oakwood and it's nothing against Huntsville. It just seems that the self-proclaimed king of rock and roll, who right. was from Macon, Georgia, right, might like. Likely, well, you you like, would have thought there was some more spots that may have been. Right. You know, if you if I hadn't read this story, sure, and you would have said, "What do you think, Little Richard's being buried?" I said, "Well, I would have thought Hollywood. I, I might have even Macon. thought Nashville somewhere or his hometown, Macon." You know, I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't know. Well, good for them. I mean, that's that's you, you know because you would think because let's, let's face it, you you ever had this happen before? There's this world famous you know, person, and you go to their grave when you're visiting what? Their hometown. Right. Yes. Right. right? Oh, Normally. Yeah. I, I mean, I know it got odd the first time that we buried Elvis in the backyard, yeah. uh, which, you know, that not that, sure that was that necessary. Was a, Rick, that was a trend-setting move right I don't there. remember which comedian. I, I don't it, know how you got it approved with all the yeah. help people and all that. I guess Elvis could do what he wanted to do, but. I don't know. Was it James Gregory? Who gets credit for the incredible line? I think it was James Gregory. He's the king of rock and roll. He's not a hamster. Right. I, I mean, it, it's uh, it was that James Gregory because it was a it tremendous was. line. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we're going to credit it to him until we're correct. Right. But mm-hmm. um, so I, it just seems odd that Oakwood University in Huntsville is where Little Richard is going to be laid to rest. Uh, yeah, that, that is. You know, because because what you would do, because let's face it, you, I'm in Macon, Georgia. Hey, you want to go see where Little Richard's buried? This is where he's from. That, hey, you want to go see where Little Richard's buried? Where's that? Some university up in Huntsville. What? I mean, you, you know, your first mm-hmm. thought would be it just caught me off guard, right, yeah. When I saw it, right, yeah. yeah. So does it? But again, does that mean Little Richard didn't have a plan? And then, oh, I, and, I then, think and, that, then and then Oakwood said we offer a memorial and a burial plot to our, some of our famous alumni, and we'll take him. I think, or was uh, it a plan? Mm-hmm. I think I that it's you haven't heard anything about them offering a plan. So right. I'm reading into this that this was planned out a long time ago. Yes, so. that it's been set up. I hear you because it's let's mm. be honest, it's moved kind of quick and, yes. and pretty smooth, mm. considering his level of uh, did he graduate celebrity status? Did he graduate? Uh, said uh, he attended Oakwood University to become a minister. That means no. Uh, his love for music won and inspired a generation of other artists. No doubt. He well, was living in Tennessee when he died. He said. You say that would have been another like you already said. Right. That that would make sense to me. Yeah, if you said Nashville. But but the reason why I'm wondering is do I need to rearrange my situation? Because I'm <laughs> if it's just attending, I mean now I'm down. It's maybe Troy. It may be Jack State. W- which one would uh-huh. I? You know, I, mean, it's a, I will say this because I attended uh, when you're Troy. when you're in town to see the Space and Rocket Center. I, now you you have to go. Hey, on the way out, do you want to swing by Little Richard's grave? All right, Roger in Huntsville says yeah. we don't even have Macon, Georgia. Oh, he lived there now. You've already said that. Okay, never mind. You're, he's talking about where he lived now. Yeah, he was born in Macon, Georgia yeah. and grew up there. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I know that's what Roger's talking about. Does, does anybody know any more about I'm, why Anybody on that case? Anybody? Right. So, Roger, we do know he lived in Tennessee. We, we just said that. Yeah. So yeah. just know that. Because uh, I don't want you to have that have that sound. You said it's Lynchburg, Tennessee. So I will say that. this: he he had quite a routine, and he was pretty funny. He was. Aside from the fact he mm-hmm. had two pretty big hits: "Tutti Fruity" and "Good Golly, Miss Molly." <laughs> don't forget Lucille. And Lucille. Uh huh. Can I ask you a question? Did mm-hmm. we ever? Do we? Was there wives? Hey, wife? well, he's got a child. Okay. Well, that's a child. It's a grown up now. You he know, has a, he, he has a son. Part of his. You know where I'm going. Yeah, oh, okay. Rick. I, I heard him do In part fact, of a stand up about that one time. 
and he yeah he was uh, he was pretty funny about it. He he claimed he lost his way there for a while, but he figured really? it out. Really? Hmm. So, Listen, he, so he played for the, the National one League. I saw. The one Bible. I saw. That's he said the, he did. That's the child. But did he dabble in the American League for a while? Uh, Rick, I'm gonna tell you this. Rick, he indicated the question. In the one I saw, he indicated that he he lost his way there for a bit to the American League, and yes. then figured it mm. out again. Listen, okay. this mm. is no lie. Okay, and that may be the same interview he, you he, saw. He coined the phrase. He did. He's he the first the one I heard, Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. He is Little a, Richard said that's that? the yes. first person yes. I heard yes. say that. No, that's not yes. true. He, he, uh, Rick, I will <laughs> oh, say no, but that. You saw the same interview. I saw the I interview. And he <laughs> said that was his turning point. He realized. Well, somebody had asked him. and He, he said, realized that and, truth. Yeah. And, said, and he said, huh. you know, I got out here and I this. And he said, then I realized that God okay. made. Okay. Yeah. That's the first time. And I've heard it a million times since. And everybody claims they made it up. I think. I'm with you, Greg. The very first time I heard it. He said it, and I like. And I've been over interview. double laughing. When yeah. I heard. It was like on one of them daytime talk shows. Yeah. yeah. Well, you would think, you know, at some point it's so glaring obvious you'd go, "What in the world am I doing?" Uh, we'll come back. We'll take phone calls next. Some do have some things they can interject. You can talk about anything you want to. We'll we'll talk about Little Richard's body being laid to rest in Huntsville. Uh, we'll take that, but really on any topic, we'll do phone calls when we come back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio! Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick We're back 10 Bubba. minutes to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. 866-WE-BE-BIGS, our number. All right, Jim in Athens City can shed some light on this. Jim, how about you, buddy? Welcome to the program. Okay, guys. All right. Hey, welcome. Good morning. Hey. Um, the, the story goes that in the late 50s, I've read this, he um, was either coming or going to Europe, and he had a religious experience. He threw all his jewelry overboard, his flamboyant clothes, and then he went to Oakwood to study to be a minister. Mm-hmm. Now that did happen, but I, I I do, and he he had a he had a past lifestyle, if you know what I mean. Understood. And and um, you didn't have to be that a genius was, to figure that out. Yeah, that was taken care of. But I have seen him in the in the late late to middle sixties on shows like you remember Mike Douglas and all oh, those, yeah. those shows. Sure, sure. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. He was he he was on those shows, and he was Little Richard again. Yeah. But his past lifestyle was was over with. Understood. So he got back into music. I saw him up here in Huntsville at the Big Spring Jam many years ago, many years ago. Okay. Mm-hmm. And he was still a little Richard. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. you know, everything that he did in the 50s was over with. And he he was, you know, I think Oakwood's a Seventh-day Adventist school, uh, school. Yeah, it is. And, um, then, yeah, and that was That's that great. was the backstory of that. It was either coming or going to Europe. He threw all his jewelry, all his fine boy clothes overboard, and his life was changed from that day on. Well, all right. well, he must have found them because yeah. I saw him later, and he had them back on. Yeah, he did. Mm-hmm. He went back to Little Richard, but maybe Little he just, he just went back and said, "I'm Little Richard, but yeah, I'm not doing his brand." Right. I, I've asked Stretch to come in here. Here's because, Stretch you know, as a tie. You just, you just, you just say what what you told me in the kitchen. Listen to what Stretch is going to say. Then Bubba has another fact. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I thought it was common knowledge that Little Richard was a strong Christian because. I grew up, my dad telling me stories of how they were, my grandparents were friends with little Richard and he would come over to their house and like play hymns for them. 
on their piano. No, wait a minute. How do your grandparents <laughs> and make, I, make I, little Richard? <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. Just I little Richard did your grandparents We need to close the gap on this story right, yeah. a little bit here. What are you saying? <laughs> little Richard and your grandparents that would have been were like friends? The first thing okay, apparently, I, my I, I just asked my dad, and he said, apparently, because they live in Winston-Salem, so apparently he came and spoke at uh, Winston-Salem State College, mm-hmm. and so my granddad was the one introducing him, so then that's how they met. And so okay. they had him and over. then he would come over to your grandparents' house and play hymns. And play hymns on the piano. <laughs> Did, do you oh, recall no. this, or you, were no, you no, around? No, no, I wasn't born. You weren't around. This is when my dad was little, Adam and Steve or, thing? Uh, okay. Didn't Craig know he didn't hey, say that? I think he's saying some of his pop, popular songs, too, but see, this, I, I, I don't know. Not this is all fruity, I know. Oh, Rudy. Okay. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. Okay, Bubba. Another fact. Wow. All right. Stretch. Thank you for that. Just casually mentioned his grandparents hung out with little. (laughs) Did you know at one point? See that coming. At one point, when he was touring Europe in the '60s, his opening act was the Beatles. Well, they were influenced influenced by him greatly. I knew that. I knew that. What about when the Beatles are your opening act? Yes. Wow. Oh yeah. That's. And they. He claims. uh, The story claims that. he was uh, pretty good friends with Paul McCartney, and they, you know, they jammed some together and talked about the business some. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, okay. The, the, the way you were, like, you, you know, his real long, name. When I, you turned right on that street, I didn't know where. Well, we were I, going. I know I was just reading. <laughs> right, like, yeah. He had Paul's. I was like one Mississippi, <laughs> two Mississippi. <laughs> him and you know him and Paul. I mean, you know, he had a well, I was trying to. I was trying to read Paul, this I mean. as I was giving. It. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Come on, please. <laughs> now, of course, this was prior to Adam and no. Yeah, uh, Donnie and Huntsville. Hello, Donnie. Good morning. Hey, hey, buddy. Who'd have thought it? Hey, so uh, just right off the bat, I, I got to tell you, I don't really have anything about uh, Little Richard. Okay, <laughs> that's is, fine. Uh, yeah, dang. Yeah, I ran into a, a situation this morning that I thought was uh, was quite interesting. And, uh, you know, Alabama is, is now starting to open up, and the uh, the fitness facilities opened up uh, today for the first, first time in a while. And uh, as good. I come in... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, as I come in, the, all of the, I guess there's probably 15 or 20 uh, members there actually working out. And I'm watching them go from machine to machine with the same Clorox cleanup wipes in their hands. Yep. And and I thought, wow, they're, they're missing the point here. And so, and so I start working out. Well, I don't even... I don't even bother getting the Clorox cleanup wipes because I think whatever. I'm not planning on touching my mouth. I'm not. All right, Daddy, Daddy, come on. Be, you got to pick up the pace here, baby. We got to get to the end. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm looking I, out anyway, the window. I'm looking out the window. All right, go you, ahead. I got you. So, right. so <laughs> the the owner or not the owner, but one of the, the the workers comes in and says, "Hey, man, you need to start cleaning the machines." Right. And I'm like, "Cool, I will." But I just want to make sure everybody understands that when you take a Clorox cleanup wipe. From machine to machine to machine, you're cross-contaminating, and you're doing no good. That's, well, that's all I want to say. Well, I, but that, right. I, Donnie, I, don't, I, I don't understand you know, all the concepts of Clorox wipes, but it. it doesn't Clorox, though, kill any of that? So if it hit, if the, wi- if the yeah. wipe is, has Clorox on it, you're not taking it from place now, to place. Now, a pair of right. gloves, I get. A pair of gloves, yes. Yeah. But a Clorox wipe would go, it's done, and if it's on me, you're also done. Right, right, because I'm Clorox. Right, yeah, I'm right. Clorox, and I can take yeah. on anything. So, so I, I'm clean because I'm Clorox. So it's really I don't think that applies yeah, to what you're saying. Gloves, absolutely, yeah. but but not my, not Clorox. No. Long way home too. Wow, <laughs> I'm sorry. I 
I had to intervene. I could feel myself stressing. Right. Let me ask you this. Glad when they did. do open up, are they going to make you work out with a mask on? Because I'm not no. going in until they make no, me Greg, take I know you're now, stuck on that. God love you. Greg, heart. bitch, you're trying to run with a mask. You can't. Yeah, matter, yeah. Of fact, matter of fact, Greg, we have doctors coming out now saying running with a mask on is bad for you. I put yeah. one on, just went to the grocery store, you don't and do it. passed out. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. You yeah. got hot. By the, yeah. way, they, they, by the way, they can't make their mind about the mask either. No, they can't. Uh, we can look good, <laughs> don't they? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, let's, all right, here is here's Stretch's brother. Okay, Stretch. Stretch huh. says that Little Richard and your grandparents were friends. Can you confirm that as well? <laughs> His brother's got a different story. Yeah, no, that it may be just famous folklore, but we've been growing up hearing that story that he came over and played hams all the time on the piano and stuff. <laughs> so you're backing up Stretch that that was family folklore. But you think it's a oh, fact? Yeah. We got any photos with the family or anything like He's that? Not lying. Uh, we're working on it. We're, we'll try to dig it up. Yeah, I'd like to see a little Richard and your grandpa. I need, I need a picture of little Richard and your grandpa. Did he wear his eye makeup? You got to admit that 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 would be a pretty cool picture uh, to have. Right, Stretch now, huh? says he has pictures, and you can get them. No, I don't have one, but I, I, I know one exists. Go get it. Find a way <laughs> before next ne- next week. I want to see. It. I will have it here. Uh, we go to uh, Jody. What about Adam and Steve? <laughs> in Pensacola. <laughs> Greg, you got to think about it. You know, the old legend of Jody. It's been tough on Jody, right? I won't buy the league. Jody can't make the rounds with everybody locked down. Well, I can't call him Jody, but they do. <laughs> I guess the only place he can have any success is truck driver. Yeah. Jody, that's right. He's out of business. Jody, go ahead. Pensacola. Man, man I've never heard of that one, guys. Yeah, I know. Oh, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> no, it's good. It's always good. Yeah. Hey, I wanted to ask y'all on the coronavirus, have you guys heard – how many Home Depot, Lowe's, Walmart, Publix, Kroger? How many of these? How many employees of these companies have come down with coronavirus or have, have perished? Minuscule. We talked about it last hour. You might admit, or, yeah, I guess it was almost two hours ago. But uh, we okay. talked about that because somebody has put out the number of employees these places have, which is hundreds of thousands. And then oh, they've yeah. talked about how many people these hundreds of thousands employees have encountered, which is also hundreds of thousands. And there hasn't been any sort of you know, breakout in hot spot or any of that. And people are saying, look, you just listen to our podcast this weekend. Mm-hmm. This doctor, oh, I, will. I listen, yeah. I listen every Saturday morning. Yeah. This doctor that we talked about, he, he's, he, it's the flu. I mean, it, it, the, the yeah. way, the way we act about the flu every year is the way that we should have been acting about this. It's not any different. And he said, this thing of it's more contagious and it's more dangerous. Just does the, the facts do not say that. But we have other experts that say that it is more contagious, and us hung in the middle, we don't know what to believe. Well, the thing he said, too, and one of the things he said, he said, I guess if you want to talk about people that are not symptomatic, he said, but those people's lives are never altered, and they carried on. He said, in influenza, we don't have that. And we have, and he said, how many times have you had your kid's school uh, shut down for a week because everybody in the class got the flu? Our football team. It happens. Rick and Bubba. Common sense is a superpower. American heroes, Rick and Bubba. Here we go. Six minutes past the hour, Rick and Bubba show. From the broadcast plaza and teleport, don't miss the Rick and Bubba University, the podcast this weekend, Coronavirus, Truth and Lies, with Dr. David Williams. Uh, Pick it up whenever you, uh, wherever you get podcasts. It'll be available when you rise tomorrow, unless you rise too early. Don't get it before Ham's. Uh, it'll be out there this weekend. 
uh, Speedy, Helmsy, the real Greg Burgess, all here this hour. Stretch Armstrong, uh, still mourning the death of little Richard. He and his family had a connection, we found out. Uh, he's here. Adler's back at the home studio for this hour. Welcome back, Bill Bubba Bussy. Rick, glad to be here, and thank all of you for being part of the Rick and Bubba experience. Phone calls coming in. I want to start there because I, I'm watching these doctors now and scientists understand the mass thing you know got it you know it it, it can help and and you know of course they told us it wouldn't help then they told us it would help i don't know why they did that i guess they want us to believe they found out and i'd like to know where our surgeon general went it's like he's not allowed to talk anymore well he but, did he disappeared yeah he? he did um uh, uh, and so andrew there their people are saying if you wear a mask to go into a store or you know you're trying to see somebody that might be at risk certainly okay but they're saying Seeing people riding bikes for long distances and running and exerting themselves with a mask on, there's many doctors and that are saying, eh, "Be careful of that. That's that 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 may not be. It may have an adverse effect on you. That's not really what they're designed for." And Andrew said his gym, Andrew out of Dallas. Andrew, welcome to the program. Your gym is making you wear a mask when you work out. Yep, that is right. Um, the, the quarantine life has not been good for my physical fitness, so I've been anxiously awaiting these gyms to open up. And so when Dallas announced that Monday that could happen, I've been waiting to hear from my gym. So yesterday I got the text, and, and I went from elation to, to soul-crushing dismay in the same text where it said, we will be open Monday at 8 a.m., uh, but masks and gloves will be required to enter. Unreal. You can't work out, and I wouldn't go there anymore. Oh, I would tell them I cancel, I, my, I cancel my membership. If you don't get my money back, I'm gonna make a fuss about this. You're putting me. You come say something like this because this is the thing you terrify people with now. You're putting us at risk by putting us in these masks. You can't exercise in a mask to say something about carbon dioxide and you know <laughs> pollen gets caught in them and, and do all that. And that is true. It seems like because uh, you're not you're not supposed to be a, you know breathing in hard, with these masks on. I'm, I was telling them I'm going to another gym. I wouldn't go to a gym maybe wear a mask. No way, no how. Yeah, that's the. I was going to call Monday morning and say put me on hold until that changes. Because like you said, it's like you, you can't work out. And then the gloves thing. I don't know if they're they're thinking the the kind of surgical gloves. But if you're, if you're lifting weights, and those are going to rip every every time you put a pair on. So yeah, that's it's ridiculous. Just kind of a waste it's, of everybody. It's totally ridiculous. No, you can't do that. So you shoot that down, and and look at yeah, this. Right. Whole, this trying to work out during the isolation. I mean, I don't. I said it last week. I don't know how much more embarrassed I can be that I got injured working out at home. I mean, can, mm-hmm. can anything be more embarrassing than that? Uh, but to, you know, and it's so funny, Bo, because you forget how we're getting old, how we think we're sharp, <laughs> and how we how in our minds. Look at my hair, Rick. How can I think yeah, I'm no, sharp? By the way, barbershops are open. I know. Greg, I just can't barbershops are wide open. Wide yeah, open. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to wait, kind of like, I don't want to wear a mask in there either. Yeah, Greg, now go ahead. Look, you've, you've already gone to, you know, your wife's worthless brother that can't can't hold a job. You've already, <laughs> that's how you look now. Keep on going. You'll go to full wine. Okay. I know. Okay, I know. But, but anyway, um, we, we I, I, in my mind, I want you to think how stupid this is, how, how, how embarrassing this is. In my mind, I thought I was literally running in place and picking my feet up and putting them down in the same spot. I had no idea. I had drifted across the whole room. <laughs> And landed on top of barbells and and, and flopped my ankle over. I, I mean, how embarrassing! I'm just in a room, right? It's just it's just me in there. Nobody hurt. I, I've hurt my. I'm I, I, I say, yeah, but picking them up, putting them down. And you, <laughs> do you know it. you're moving. And I was drifting the whole time. Doing it to it. Good, <clears throat> an idiot. Uh, so I I found, I found myself in another situation yesterday about 
you know how you know how husbands are and dads. You know we're 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 just a different deal, and we really we don't you know we, you know how I am about hassle anyway. So undoubtedly, <laughs> you know Miss Miss Sherry, my wife, has joined the rest of the world because uh, let's face it, folks, if you're a home and garden place, you're hitting it out of the park. I mean, you are hitting it out of the park. There are women everywhere buying just I'm talking about uh, pallets of flowers and stuff and planting them and of course she loves to garden anyway and so there's a place because sometimes i'll get pulled into this can you pick something up can you get this well the place she likes is right on my way home and it's not a big deal at all okay and that's what's important to me i don't care if they're any good i don't care the quality i don't care about anything it's on the way home i don't know Mm -hmm. enough about garden to know if they're any good or not i don't even care okay because i don't garden but my wife does okay (laughs) So she says she gets home, well, and she gets out her invoice. Right. I paid for it. I said, what happened? Uh, oh, not they that. didn't give me all my, all my plants, all my flowers. <laughs> I had another pallet that they didn't load in my car, and can you go by and get it? What? Well, sure, no problem. And then, and then comes the moment. And I'll tell you this, if they don't apologize for this, I'm not ever going back there. Uh-oh. This is serious. So I'm like, uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, uh-oh. Because I don't want to lie, but I don't want her to stop going to this place. Because if she goes somewhere else, it may be a big hassle. It may be it may be on another part of town. <laughs> yeah. It, it may be, She's gonna find another Hey, one. look, look, this is my routine and I don't want it bothered. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna have to go by and pick something up in her planning world on the way home, I want it to be here. Mm-hmm. I don't want them to be at odds with my wife because they're the perfect location. Remember, that's how I operate. <laughs> I'm not saying it's the best thing. It's not even the best stewardship. Oh, convenience. I'll say this. I'll do anything for convenience. Absolutely. I'll pay more. <laughs> you remember the time that I said to someone, I have no loyalty to you. You're just on my way home. Yeah. yeah. If your competition was on my way home, you wouldn't get my business. <laughs> I, I'm all on my track on yeah. the way home. I will not hassle myself for a product. There's no product that that's much better or the price is that much better. Hey, I went across town. I saved 50 cents. What about my gas? Mm. What about my hassle? So anyway, so here I am in this situation where now I'm going to this place and I need an apology because, because if I come back, because I don't care, but if I come back and she says, well, did they apologize? And if I say no, then she's going to take her business elsewhere and go somewhere else. And there goes the convenience. So I'm like, then I got into this awkward thing where I was trying to create an apology. So, yeah, I, so, well, so you, maybe you thought they apologized. So I get there and then I know I've got issues because the guy who decides to wait on me, you know, once he's come out from the safety of the plexiglass, mm-hmm. even though we're going to walk around in parking lots, whatever. The, the, but when we get ready to check out, the safe, the plexiglass has got us covered. <laughs> okay, so anyway, come on, I know. And I look, Silly. and he's like college age, and I'm like, oh, he's, oh my gosh, <laughs> can I help you? Yeah, I think my wife, you know, y'all may have forgotten to load a pallet of something she paid for, and she said y'all are holding it for, huh? Oh, boy. Mm-mm. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I, I don't know much about it. I'm just her husband. I'm just, I'm just as awkward as you are here. I know when you took this job for extra money, you cannot believe this is what it, you don't know. You, you, you might know a, a click more than me because you're here every day. But I know, man, it's just us. We're, we're just here, man. Plexiglass, it's awkward. What is this? And he's like, um, okay. At least it's not a shower curtain. So, so, he, yeah. so he starts asking around. Oh boy. And you keep wanting somebody 
Oh yeah, you know who's yeah. oh yeah, it's over yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. And then then you got you got the guy who has a mask on, but nobody else does. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, I don't know what he thinks he's he's doing. Mm-hmm. And and hey, is anybody helping you? They are. I'm here. I'm here to get a a pallet of flowers that my wife paid for, but y'all like you know you forgot to put in her car. Just hoping somebody will say, "Oh man, that's our bad." All I need is my our bad. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. it. All right, just a real quick. Oh man, I'm sorry. Yeah, here it is. You can't even say. Sorry about that. I, I'm even to the point where I and I know this is not good, and, and we're all we're all works in progress. Okay, if I can get them to apologize, like for stepping on my foot. Yeah, that's. I'm even putting my foot out there. Hey, sorry about that. Oh, there it is. <laughs> sorry, just sorry. Rick. There it is. Did they apologize? Yes, they did. If she didn't ask the follow up question, we leave it we're there. Good. Yeah. Okay. So finally. You know, uh, every 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 the, he's just like all of our sons. He's at that age where he can't. You know, it, they don't say a whole lot. They seem to be somewhat confused about where they are all the time. And he's just like my sons. So really, what he's wondering is when do the, when do we eat again? Yeah. Right, okay. Yeah. And I know that because I have them. I've got mm-hmm. multiples just like him. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he's a, not a bad kid. He's just like my kids. You know, it'd be like you coming to one of my kids at this place. He's trying to make a buck. Okay. Yeah, let me go back here and see if I can find it. Okay. And he comes out with his pallet, and he's got his head down. And I thought, this could be it. And he comes out, and he says, yeah, here it is. They forgot to put it in their car. I said, you know what, man? That, hey, if that's the worst thing. And then I thought, oh, my gosh, what am I doing? Are you leaning in? What am I doing? Man, if that's the worst thing that happens to me today, I'm going to have a good day. You're waiting. If that's the worst thing that happens to me today, you know, about y'all not putting that pallet in their car that we pay for, and I had to come back over here and get <laughs> That's the worst thing that happens to me, you know. That so standing I, in the sun, kind of hot. If stopping here when I didn't have to is the yeah. worst thing that happens to me today. <laughs> if having to come back here after paying for something that I didn't get is if the worst thing that happens to me, all this grace and mercy I'm affording you because if someone needs to be shown grace, that means <laughs> there needs to be something. And then he goes, "Man, I'm sorry about that." Hey. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I'm out. I'm like, no big deal, buddy. No big deal at all. Now I'm overdoing it. I don't worry about it. <laughs> flowers, man. Who cares? Let me pay you again. Yeah, you want those little extra flower on there or something? So she'll keep coming here. So, uh, okay. So I walk in. She's well. There they are. I really need to plant those yesterday. I know, baby, but they were very. I mean, did they apologize? Yeah, absolutely, they did. Fell okay. all over themselves. And she's like, okay, well, good. I like going there. Uh, yeah, I do too. Please go there. I said, you wouldn't believe how nice they were. I said, the guy, and then I got carried away. I said, you know, the guy was so nice. He, he walked with me out to the car, which he did. Of course, he was going to help somebody else, but he was beside me. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Coming to you from the Broadcast Plaza and Teleport, here's Rick and Bubba. 22 minutes past the hour. Well, you know, it looks like uh, we've got uh, a president of West Virginia, and um, here is a woman acting more like a man than a lot of men out there right now, sadly. Uh, president Dr. E. Gordon Gee, uh, or is it G? It's G-E-E. Do you think that's a G or a G? I have uh, But, uh, you know, because that's, that's that problem with the letter G. I mean, sometimes it's a G, sometimes it's a J. What do you think? G. You think G? Yeah. Uh, all right. So uh, just so, because I bought a massager, one of those massagers, and mm-hmm. it was spelled like that, and that's what it was pronounced. Mm-hmm. Was G two. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. So anyway, you know what she's saying, and, and this is why I love West Virginia. West Virginia. <laughs> you know, they, and they've hardly had any cases. It's like coronavirus was afraid of West Virginia, <laughs> and uh, so now West Virginia's president. Listen to this right here. You're going to love this quote uh, from her. We'll just let in our own words. 
His his own words. West Virginia. We are going to play football in the fall. I, I really do believe that. Even if I have to suit up, um, uh, you know, and I've got my ankles taped, I'm ready to I'm ready to go in. But I think that, again, with everything, we're going to do it based upon what is safe, uh, what is healthy for our fans, what is healthy for our student athletes. But I do believe that we will play football. We are going to play football in the fall. I, I really do believe that, even if I have to suit up. See, I, I, I <laughs> lost nice bow tie. By the way, when I heard the audio, I thought it was a girl. I know, and I give you that. I thought it was a girl. <laughs> I so that's I Rick. That. Okay, so I, I was, was wondering, did they put it in the story? How did Rick come to the I, conclusion? I, I thought he was female. And Rick, you heard the I, I thought he was female. We, we were testing audio Funny. in the break, yeah. and he heard it. <laughs> I'll tell you what, then. All right, I'll go back to this. There's a cue speaker. It probably sounded even higher. Are we going to play in the final man one? But I'm going to say this. They're all doing it. All I I will say is this. I stand by this. Even an older fella with a slightly feminine voice and a bow tie is more of a man than a lot of men out there right now. Okay. Okay. Because you gave the speech about a woman having to do it. You know what? Hey, because I thought it was. I did. It does sound like a show. Right. That's so good. So, so anyway, I'm sorry, sorry, Dr. Gee. I thought you were a woman. Uh, But anyway, so. uh, (laughs) And and what the timing of this is. But I still, hey, props to you. Let me tell you, this broad here. Let me tell you, this woman's stepping up. Yeah, I mean. The timing of this is significant, too, because uh, Mark Emmert, the president of the NCAA, had just commented a few days ago that he had serious doubts that sports can go on as scheduled if all the schools don't open up on time. Yeah. He's 76, too, by the way. Mm-hmm. I say, thought it was so Little Richard. So he's at high risk, and he, he still is. said he'll do it. You, you know why? He, you know what he realizes? I'm at the same risk this year as I have been every single influenza. Uh, Guys, this is what this is turning to. This is nothing but the same risk, the same problems that we have every flu season, and it's been turned into something else. Yep. And and those things are serious. I'm not saying they're not serious, but they're always serious. And we don't shut down the whole economy and stop playing sports. Are you kidding me? I mean, uh, and, and. because think about it. If you're, we were talking about this with the doctor for the podcast this weekend. How many times has your kid been part of a team, or have you been on the team where they say, "Oh man, the flu has hit the team. The flu's hit the team. It's going, it's going to spread through this team like crazy." And it, it usually does. You know why? It's contagious. And you know what happens? We've had teams that have said, "What? We can't play. Our team can't. We can't participate in the next game on the schedule because so many members of our team have the flu." We won't be able to do our part. Did the did the season shut down? Did the league shut down? Nope. Did the state shut down? Nope. Did the country shut down? Not at all. That no. team just said, "Okay, we got issues," and they went they went and worked their issues out, and then returned. And that what happened? Yep. We shut the whole NBA down because what? A handful of players tested positive, and did well, he, the, and actually they, the first and, one did. They shut yes. it down. Yeah, it was one, and, and didn't even know he had it, and never had an issue with it. But you mean the NBA, are they going to shut down every time we have a flu season and some people on the team get the flu because they could infect other people in the league? Are we going to shut the whole league down for the flu? We wouldn't. Yeah. But we did for this, and that's what we're going to find out was not necessary. Now, again, nothing you can do. It goes back to what you guys said a minute ago, which is so, so true. What happened with this shutdown? I'm talking about the shutdown. I'm not talking about the COVID-19, the actual virus. What happened with the shutdown of our entire economy and our entire society 50 states, 300 and something million people, we turned the light switch off. It would be like you going up to a job, and like you guys, you said, people now saying we're going to continue this till we get a cure, which is unbelievable. Yeah. It was like you went to a job and you said, uh, okay, I'm, what am I doing? We need you to do this, and this is what you'll be paid for two weeks. 
All right, so this is a 14-day agreement. Right, and that was the shutdown. So we agreed to this for 14 days. For 14 days, I'll do this, and this is, this is going to be what I'll be rewarded or be given. This is what I'm agreeing to. This is my sacrifice in return for this, 14 days. And all of a sudden, day 15, the guy said, what are you doing? And you're like, well, I'm, we're done. No, no, you, you, get, you get go over there and get the sling blade and get back out there. No, no, that's not what we agreed to. We agreed to 14 days. We didn't agree, we didn't agree to 15. We didn't agree to 16. We didn't agree to 17. We didn't agree to three months. It'd be like you being continued to go out and work for three months, and your agreement was two weeks, and they're going to pay you the two weeks' pay and made you work three months. I mean, would anybody tolerate that? What, what we agreed to was two weeks. That's what we agreed to. And what we were supposed to do in the two weeks, we did. Flatten the curve. And we did it. Flatten the curve. We flattened the curve to the point, Rick, that hospitals have been laying off people because they're losing money. It, the, the, the goal was never to keep people from getting sick. No. Because they knew they couldn't. It well, now it's find a cure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or find a cure. We keep moving. We keep moving it. Well, that's I, I don't know why we happen? think oh, yeah. we can find yeah. a cure. I mean, the, again, with a lot of these viruses, we're no, we're nowhere closer to having a vaccine. And you can't say HIV didn't have a massive amount of money and yeah. politics behind it to find that. I well, mean, you know, we know what they did. But you can live with it now. Well, yeah. what they did, they developed medicines that right. now it's not a death sentence. Right. But they never got the vaccine. No. You're right. No. And uh, but they did come up with medicines, and we may yeah. come up with medicines like we did with Tamiflu that'll help shorten it. You know, hey, Tamiflu doesn't cure the flu. No, it just helps you get over quicker <laughs> and, and and have make sim- you think you're half crazy. Yeah. So yeah, we don't. I mean, this is yeah. We we got to say no to this. This turned into something completely different. This is you know what this is. This is not what we agreed to. This is not what we agreed to, and we got to push back and say we're not. No, this is, this is not the deal we made. Uh, and here's what's going to happen. What we've done is going to cause more damage than the virus itself. We'll take your phone calls next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour. Rick and Bubba show. Thank you for being with us. Eight six six. We be big is our number. Lots of phone calls standing by, Mister Bussy. Uh, you want to go phone troll here? Let's do it. We got a bunch of them. We got a bunch. We got a bunch. Thirty seconds a pop. Let's start with Lee in Mississippi. Lee, you got thirty seconds, buddy. Go right ahead. Lee. Welcome to the program, Lee. Lee. Lee, cut your radio down, Lee. Lee, cut. Yeah. Uh, sorry, buddy. Steve in Georgia. Steve, thirty seconds. Go ahead. Hey, fellas, just uh, love the show. Wanted to share something with Adler. Uh, my son was born sixteen years ago, and uh, at night, that night, I called my father because he told me to call him, and he says, "So uh, 
baby's all right and Kim's all right. And I said, yeah. And he said, now you know how much I love you. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just wanted to, you know, bring that up to Adler. I, I hear the, the proud papa in his voice when he talks about. Yep, it's great to see, Adler. You're touching our hearts. You're warming our hearts, Adler. You know, guys, um, it's a crazy awesome thing. It really is. It's a roller coaster ride of just fun and joy, but also frustration. And it shows you how much your parents have to love you to, to raise you. It shows you how much God loves us. Yep. Um, it's just a, it's just an amazing thing. And it's definitely taught me a ton more about love. And it teaches me more every single day. So thank you for the encouragement, everybody. Thank you for your sweet emails. Yes, I swaddle her sometimes, but I don't swaddle her all the time. And yes, I try to tilt her head up while I'm feeding her. So I'm getting all y'all's helpful emails, okay? I'm trying. All hey, right? The audience will be helpful. They'll be helpful, by the mm-hmm. way. And you're setting an unrealistic expectation with, with Aaron and you being there five hours in the morning uh, and constantly right. holding the baby. So oh. get ready for that. Right. Oh, baby. Yes. Yep. Yeah, you know, there's yes, one. Yes. There, yeah. Uh, <laughs> we continue. 866-WE-BE-BIG. Uh, let's go to. Um, uh, Lisa Dothan, News Talk 103.9. Lisa, 30 seconds. Go ahead. Rick. Yes. I ha- brother, oh, I hate the pandemic. I hate what it's done to the economy. I hate that it's killed some folks. But the silver lining for a Rick and Bubba fan is the stories we get to hear about you being hassled. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. Guys, I'm not sure that's the best way to put it. I'll tell you why, because they're, yeah. they're living through yeah. the stories because yeah. everybody is going, going through different yeah. – yeah. It's unbelievable. You know, different yeah. situations. Right, yeah. See, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, loving, I'm, loving the, I'm loving I'm loving. the one-way, wrong-way aisles and stores. That's great. Yeah. And nobody's paying attention to it. No, hey, <laughs> I got in violation of that the other day. You know why? Because you have to look down. I'm not used to looking down no, at the grocery store. No. Guys, uh, we we event, we're gonna have to pass each other at times. Yes. I know. You know what? Don't get me. Just you're hold, right. Like, just hold your breath. The, the example you used the other day and it happened to me. If I walk by something, I got to go back. I know because I'm gonna do that. I you got to loop stuff all the way around. Don't you can't back up on a one way street. Don't How many times you got? Oh gosh, I forgot. I do it all the yeah. time. I feel like now when I'm checking out of somewhere, I'm visiting a relative in jail. Yeah, they're, I know. They're yeah. behind that glass. Yeah. Pick up the phone. Hey man, is it bad in there? <laughs> you know, when we talk things, to we talk to your lawyer, we think we got a hearing. You know, for food, curb service works good, but like in electronics, I'm a browser, so I like to go in and look. You know, and and go, yeah, that'll fix that. That'll fix it. It, it doesn't work good with me in no. electronics. We continue, Trey out of Troy. Trey, thirty seconds and go. Uh, yeah, this is Trey Lee. I'm the son of Wayne Lee. I was wondering if you remembered any stories about Wayne Lee. At oh, we yeah. never heard of Wayne Lee. <laughs> yeah. I can tell you, Wayne, I can tell you talk about Wayne Lee at Oxford High School. Yeah, I can tell I can you tell some good ones from there. <laughs> yeah, I got I got a ton of those. Now you know one involves Kenny Dippin. Yeah, Greg, Greg, his son. <laughs> This is boys. Yeah, yeah. Now there's a yeah. lot. They don't of- want to go away empty-handed. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I think the line was, "They can have my clothes. I'm not coming out." <laughs> yeah, I'm walking on. <laughs> we continue. Uh, tell you, Daddy. We said hello, Tyler Huntsville, 100.3 the River. Tyler, go ahead. Hey, fellas. Hey, I just had a comment on uh, the flu and the COVID-19 situation, and uh, just how how much how quickly and how much we normalize stuff. Uh, during when everything uh, down, when the NBA season shut down, there was a college basketball coach that was like visibly sick on the sidelines during the game, and they ESPN was covering it, and they swore he had uh, COVID nineteen, and they were implying it, and he ended up having to leave the game early. 
But then later they found out it was just a flu. <laughs> yep. And like, they never reported on it again. And they said he'd been sick, visibly sick all week. And I'm like, wait, so he's been around kids and everything all week with the flu, yeah. and, and nobody cares? But, but, so that's it. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. So good. We're, 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 to, we're at the point now, give me the flu, don't give me yeah. COVID-19. Yeah. And, of course, yeah. now COVID-19, I may get it and never know it, but give me the flu. Exactly, exactly. It's ridiculous. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it's right. It's become it, – we can't – it's become the thing. What, what did you have, flu? Oh, well, okay, man. Well, were you sick? Yeah, I was terribly sick. Uh, matter of fact, I developed blood clots because I couldn't get out of the bed. But it was just the flu, right? Yeah. I got COVID-19. Oh, my gosh. No, I hadn't been any big deal. I didn't even felt it. Yeah, but you got COVID-19. Which one of those would you rather experience? <laughs> Rick, it was so funny yesterday. We had such a contrast. We, we, we taped the podcast that you'll hear this weekend and had Dr. Williams take on it. And then you had the vaccine guy that got fired from the CDC telling us it was going to be the darkest winter in American history. Mm-hmm. And I, I, you couldn't be more, more <laughs> contrast between these two opinions. All right, here's where I'm going now because of what you just said. This is going to be my question. And I know how it's going to sound. All right, what are you? Are you, a, you, a, you a death winner guy or are you just another flu guy? I'm a, I'm a death winner guy. Who'd you vote for in the last election? Uh, I voted for Hillary Clinton. Okay. Thank you. You can go now. I mean, I'm almost to that point. I mean, it's, Do it, your own little survey? I, 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 it's getting now where if I'm from a red state and voted a certain way, here's the way I see COVID-19. If I'm from a blue state and I voted this way, this is how I see COVID-19, and both which means them. it's become political. And yep. both of them, Rick, will tell you, and I'm just saying this from the debate standpoint, not who's right and wrong. Mm-hmm. Both of them will tell you, follow the science. Look at the numbers. You're right. And they have a 180-degree difference interpretation of it, which tells me when you get to things like global warming and they say follow the science, you got the same mm-hmm. thing. Right. I mean, we have doctors. I mean, doctors, they have the name, they, they, what it, and they disagree 180 degrees. Couldn't be more passionate in opposite directions. Right. Well, and here's, and here's how it works. All right, so and we always mess. That's this not up. facts. That's not following the facts because somebody is wrong. Somebody I know is totally wrong. I know that our country has more than three hundred million people, but I want to work with just a whole number. It's all right. It's easy okay, to say. Okay, say right. say three hundred billion plus. I'm right, good with that. I'll just say all right. So somebody do it right because we always get this wrong. Okay. One one percent of three hundred million. No, no, I, you ain't I'm, asking I'm this, Bubba. Again. I'm not doing mm-hmm. that again. <laughs> and, Go ahead, Bubba. Yeah, it, it, and so mm-hmm. what is what is one percent? I'm not saying of three hundred million. <laughs> I'm not going to say. I'm not saying. Yeah, because those those are numbers that I are knew diff- what difficult it was, to but deal I'm with. Not saying it is again. anybody good at math on the fly? Like we're not. I'm not on the fly, but I'm going to get my calculator here and see what okay. I can put together. G- give me one percent of three hundred million. And, it's, and I know right now we're we're less at one percent, but I'm, I'm I show that being three million. No, that's, uh-huh. that's what I show. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Is, is it three hundred thousand? Is it three hundred thousand? No, it's three. three, three I got three million. million you said three million. Yeah. yeah. It's thirty. Three, he said three hundred million. I thought. Correct. Yeah, I did. Yeah. But what we're saying is the one percent is three million. One percent of three. Yeah. One percent of a hundred million would be one. One. Why do we million. do this? Yeah, I know. Anyway. No, it's the answer is Look, three I, million. I did it on guys. the calculator this time. I have yeah. confidence. Yeah. In I, I, it. I, I okay. All right. So, okay. Speedy, right. what was your answer? I want to hear well, that. No, one again. I was confused <laughs> on what what percentage is it? Three billion <laughs> right. that you want? No, or three million. No, three million. I'm done. I got three hundred okay. million is what I wanted. Okay. I got it. I got my three million. Oh, three billion. Okay. All right. So, so, so if I come to you and I go, I did the three million. Look, three hundred. Well, I said the population of our country, three hundred million. I got forty-two guys. <laughs> I got, I got so it's three million. Okay, it's three million. Yeah, I got three million. One percent right. of three hundred million. All right, we're nowhere near three hundred million. Pe- three million people are not going to die of this disease. Correct. Okay, Correct. we're not even going to be close to We're not even going to be close to that number. Right. So it will be less than one percent of the entire population. Correct. Will die. Okay. Correct. 
So if I'm a propagandist and I'm on, I'm gonna pretend it was one percent, even though it's not. This mm-hmm. is not a real number. Yeah. This is how it works. Three hundred million, uh, three million people will die of this disease. Oh my gosh. Now I want you not to be concerned about it. Ninety nine percent of the country has <laughs> nothing to worry about. <laughs> yeah, it is. That's all how it works. Crazy. That's, That's how it's a half full, half empty. Yep. So, so what, what you have to do, in my opinion, is, but if I'm worried about it, and then how about this? Like in my state, okay, in our state, we had no one under the age of 50 has died. No one, okay? But see, if I want you to be afraid, I don't tell you who's died. I just tell you how many people's died. Yeah, I mean, that could be anybody. But was it anybody? It could be. <laughs> could be anybody. And then somebody says, well, I'll give you the numbers, Rick. 95% of the people in your state that died had pre-existing, very rough medical problems. This this didn't lead to make them dying sooner, but they had issues. Oh, and by the way, no one below 50 has died, and the average age of those who have died is 72. Which happens to be the normal death age in our state anyway. Which is how long men are expected to live in our state. Well, see, if I hear it that way... Then, then my mask is being thrown off, and I'm going about my life. But if I hear there's something, <laughs> I didn't know what you said. For yeah. just a second. But what I'm so it's <laughs> you, but what I'm, the point I'm making is your point. You really can take the same situation and present it in oh, a positive way it. or a negative way. You can do that. Yeah. So what we have to do is get to the facts and decide do those facts bother you or do they not? Yeah. But where I've come down, let me tell you where I've come down, which is pretty obvious. The facts seem to be showing me it's the flu season. And we had a flu come in that we didn't know much about, and it scared some people. But now that we've looked at it, my chances of being in trouble with this are the same as my chances of being in trouble every year. Dr. Burke yesterday there was no need Rick, to shut everything down. said they've got to go back and amend these numbers because they're, they're not right. Fauci, and she was saying that it's not that many cases. Fauci is saying we've underestimated. Yeah, well, see, I don't trust Fauci anymore because I know Fauci's political background. So I don't trust him. Because uh, I, I, I no longer trust Dr. Fauci because I think he's got an agenda. And, and it may not be anything about him getting rich, but it may be just political. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. All right, eight minutes to the top of the hour. I've been meaning to ask you guys about this next thing for days, and uh, I keep forgetting about it. And then I realized today I don't know how to describe it. Uh, to the audience, but then I realized because of Zoom, we can send Speedy out, and I'm sending him outside. Speedy, I want you to go outside. And they've, they've been doing some work here at the Broadcast Plaza and Teleport, and one of the things, you know, you hear them always drilling and all this stuff. So go out, out this and then turn right, Speedy. Um, okay. uh, so I want to ask you guys, so they've they've done this seating area in the middle of the plaza out here, and I want you all to help me. I know where with these orange things. The red things. I agree. Are they orange? I thought they were orange. Well, I thought they were red. What are these things? I think they're I, I, seats. They you can't, sit in them. They, you can't sit in that. Yes, you can. I've seen it looks somebody like a thimble. Is it, it like is, a beanbag? You see it right? No, it's not yeah. a beanbag. Speedy, but, I need you to try one out. Right, yeah. out there. They're well, not very I, comfortable. Can y'all hear me? I yeah, saw a lady get in. We got you. having trouble getting out of one. What is that? It looks like a tack. It's a seat. 
That's it a does. seat. Yeah, you sit your butt right in that. Why would you want to? Because you're trying to be nice. All right, so sit in that, Speedy. Yes. It, it's it, it's if you're watching us on YouTube, it's like a big thimble. Yeah, you, thing, yeah, you see the normal seats, or like I said, ahead of a tack. And then it's like they yeah. drop these. But there's a hole. In it, right? that, yeah, it's got a hole in it. your butt. Well, goes in. Like you sit your bowl. butt down in that. Yep. Well, yes, how do you keep you from do. rolling around in it? You do roll around. That's the point. Why would I want to? Because it's fun. It's fun. Yeah. To sit in a chair, frolicking. Speedy, why are you not sitting down in one? Speedy, get in that. Get in that thing. Okay. Yeah, oh, he's turning around. Okay. All right. Get in that where we can see it, and tell Somebody's me your experience. How, how's your experience in that? Is that comfortable? <laughs> Speedy, can you hear me? I get a few of them out. Yeah. Do you, Bubba? Can I'm you imagine sure you and what me in motion? That? He's doing right there. <laughs> well, not I can we tell you what. I can tell you what motion it is. It's but, Friday, buddy. Hang on. Yeah. So like is that dog. is that comfortable? <laughs> what is this? Can he not hear? <laughs> It's kind of cool. Y'all, y'all are breaking up terribly. That's why it's hard for me to communicate with you guys. Um, but yeah, it's like right now I'm like in a recliner. Yeah. So they are comfortable. Yeah, I lost y'all. Yeah. Can you roll it? Make it do something. Are they comfortable? No, it's just a chair, guys. Make it, that's not a chair. I bet you can rock it. I know it's meant to be a chair, but I think you can rock it. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, is it comfortable? That's that's what I mean. Can what you I, give us a wider shot of you sitting in it, Speedy? Look at that, Bubba. That ain't for you and me, buddy. It's some kind of no way it's some kind of modern something. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it, it is it's ergonomically designed. It's yeah. what? Ergonomically designed. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I, I was hoping they wouldn't put a bunch of stuff on that turf so we could throw football. I know, look, Bubba, look. There he is sitting in that. Why would you want to do oh, that? I wish you'd fall. I, I mean, why would you want to do that? So he's trying to make it do would stuff. You, would y'all? Yeah, it's just, it's just I won't do there nothing. I like it. You like that? Yeah. That's better than the chair that's sitting right over there by? Well, no, but this okay. thing will never okay. look. Look, 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 look. There he goes. Yeah, I thought Lawson. You liked to win. <laughs> you liked to win it then. That's the other day I saw a lady doing that. She was panicking. Did she seem happy in it? No, she was panicking like he was. Yeah. Okay, so it won't let you fall. It's a kid, teenager thing, too. Oh, it is? Yeah, so they love all that. And but you're trying I- to bring kids and families to the plaza, but, you know. Yeah, for Coronavirus shattered. Yeah, I'm all about. I just, I don't know. All right, Greg, would you sit? Shattered every business plan. I'd give it a shot. Unnecessary. I'm I'm kind of curious on if it's comfortable. Now, Rick, I'll say this: if I walk up and my option is that chair sitting next to Speedy struggling or the red tack, I'm going chair all day long. Look, 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 look! look, look. He he doesn't look relaxed to me. Not right now. I think he's trying to spill himself out of it. That doesn't. That doesn't look relaxing to me. That that looks like a like you're trying to accomplish something. What if feet? What if you came my house? Is it like a secret? Is it like a secret workout or something? Yeah, do you, I don't know. Do you keep trying to balance, and that is the workout? But Your Greg, muscles. The person you saw trapped in our age, our age, younger, younger. Okay, because surely people of our age, that's that's a that's a liability waiting to happen. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. that, that, that's, that's a, more that's a, a hip waiting, Rick. Yeah. Okay. All right. I didn't know what it was. I thought a giant had dropped a bunch of thumbtacks and walked on. I didn't yeah, know what happened. That is exactly what it looks like. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, Speedy. Hey, you can come back now. No, he's still walking around. Where's, where's he going now? <laughs> he's coming back. Oh, he's coming back. Okay, yeah. there you go. How'd you like the new fountain they put out there? Have you seen it? Uh, <clears> on the front? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's looks really good at night too. It does. It's lit I like, up. I like, it's, it's I like that. I like that. Okay, I, I like that. Yeah, well, they've, they've made some really good improvements. Just nobody can enjoy it right now. Well, uh, of course, <laughs> yeah. the, of course, this un- unnecessary economic shutdowns cost, sure. cost me two restaurants right here. <laughs> but what, you may gain one. So. The one we're going to gain your net, may be your a, net. Your net one down, well, but it may be an upgrade. It, it mm-hmm. may be. Why can't I for just us? Add, it's an upgrade. But why can't I just add that to the other two I had? I know. That'd be the perfect. Life's a net net. You know. Yeah, I got. I'm still down one though. Yeah. Hey, buddy. We're waving at speed through the window. 
This is this is what it looks like. Those you've never been to the studio. Mm-hmm. This yeah. is what it looks like when you come into the big window and look in. It's it's like we're Speedy. Can you put a little Windex on that window? It looks yeah. a, little, <laughs> yeah. a little gooey there. Where's the squeegee when you need it? Uh, we we continue. Let's go to uh, let's go to Kenny in Kentucky. Hey, Kenny. Welcome to Rick and Bubba. How you doing, buddy? I'm all right. How are you? I'm good. good. I have a theory about restaurants that charge a coronavirus fee. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Maybe they're afraid that if they raise the price of the product, they'll be charged with what the government calls price gouging, but what a great school social studies student would call supply and demand. Amen. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, this thing we well, call gouging can... now, you're right. We, we've demonized something that really is just a free market. Yeah, but if you're, if you're opening back up to the public, you're not gouging. Right, but he said people could accuse him of it. Well, so. Just ease it up a little bit. Don't look. Don't don't slap three dollars on your sandwich. Just ease it up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, right. Too. Yeah, asking people to donate and and calling it a coronavirus surcharge. I think both of those are are flawed. I'm with you. You just inch that price up a little bit, yeah. and, and I probably and you, look. You I probably it inside. I yeah. probably look down and go, "This restaurant's been closed for three months. Yeah. They're trying to work their way back. They yeah. went up two dollars uh, unnecessarily. Cost us. I mean, I think, <laughs> Big whoop. Yeah." What what about what about when you're a person that your whole livelihood was livelihood was completely destroyed? Yeah, and, and you was, don't have anything. Hey, hey, and it wasn't and it wasn't necessary. <laughs> it, it it really shouldn't have happened. There was really no need to do it. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that, and what if that was destroyed? Can you imagine? <laughs> <Same>. uh, <laughs> and, and, and I don't know There's how that. There's back. And let me tell you, a, now, let, me, hey, listen, let, me tell, let me tell you this. You start tying that to COVID nineteen. <laughs> yeah, you, you're gonna see hey, something. You'll get something done. <laughs> right. <laughs> then you got yourself something. <laughs> right. Now, great. Now we got some concern. Yeah. Now get, everybody's yeah. in here now. I'm all of a sudden wearing a mask. Space <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got mask and gloves. <laughs> yeah, great. That's gonna get me more than the the zero 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 point three percent chance that I might die. You know what I mean? That's the. You realize we're nowhere near 1%. Not even, we're not even close. You realize, when we used to do that 3 million number out, that's a long way to go to get to 1%. And that's 1%. <laughs> Top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio! Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't start another. Six minutes past the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show from the Broadcast Plaza and Teleport. Thank you for being with us. Uh, excited about doing another hour together. You can join us at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Speedy, uh, the real Greg Burgess, Eddie Van Adler on location. Stretch is here. And welcome back to mic number two. There's Bill Bubba Bussy. Rick, glad to be here and thank all of you for joining us during the pandemic edition of the Rick and Bubba Show. What was that, Greg? Busby. Busby, <laughs> I think we're going to have a lot of fun. The Joe, the Joe Biden gaffes just continue, and and, and then You're, just his total confusion. And, his reel is already bigger now than the George W. Bush for two terms. In You're office. right. Uh, uh, Chuck Graham, state senator, is here. Chuck, stand up. Chuck, let him see you. One oh, of the things. God love you. What am I talking about? If you watch the people who are <laughs> on favorite. with him, either on stage or on the video. That you can tell they have that look like, how can we help him? Like right. He's out there and we can't help him. He right. keeps telling people not to vote for him. I know. <laughs> so so anyway, let's um, 
So he was doing a, a, oh my a like a Zoom call oh, yesterday. Oh, the Zoom stuff. Uh, and was talking about uh, the, everything going on with the, the virus and all this. Check this out yesterday. It's pretty good. Yeah, here we go. Mm-hmm. In just yeah, a minute. Yeah. It'll be this is not a moment for excuses or deflections or blame game. We're, 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 it's a, we're in the middle of a pandemic that had cost us more than 85,000 jobs as of today. 85,000? Wait a minute. Yeah. But, but there's more. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's buffering, sorry. Yeah. No, it's buffering. Dang because, buffer. Because, because you're going to realize what he's doing here because he, he's got Lives it. of millions of people. Millions of people. Millions of jobs. You know, and we're in a position where... You know, we just got new unemployment insurance this morning, uh, n- numbers, 36.5 million claims since this crisis began. All right, so well, between the buffering, the buffering, makes between it really the buffering bad. and as bad as he's saying, it's yeah. almost unintelligible. When, when you so, look- but he basically said we've lost 85,000 people and millions and millions of jobs, which is backwards. Yeah. I was talking to Corn Pop, and, <laughs> and, and, and you said, Bubba, he is looking more like Walter the Puppet. <laughs> I mean, that scene right there, he is Walter. The he puppet. is. He looks just like him. He does. And so he can't get it right. He says that it's cost us 85,000 jobs. What that means is there's supposed to be 85,000 people. Of course, that number, you know, if you believe that, I got some land I'd like to say. Yeah, 85,000 people who've died. And it's cost us, Greg, millions and millions of jobs. Millions and uh, corn pop. Corn, and, I mean, millions yeah. and millions of lives. And then 85,000 jobs. Yeah. So he, he has that wrong. Here's what I'm worried about. It's, it's the lead story on uh, – dailymailtoday.com here's what i'm wor- here's what I'm, I'm here's what i'm worried about we were sitting pretty guys we were going to get trump with very little resistance they were throwing biden on the heap of democratic nominees yeah he was they, they basically were making him a mondale and i'm afraid now yeah. with trump being lured into this covid19 trap and now the democrats think this is the new strategy they realize they need a better candidate and I think if he keeps doing this kind of stuff, they may make a move to go to a better candidate, and I'm really not. Now I'm in a weird place. I love his gaffes, and I love him rambling around and getting things turned and twisted and upside down for the show. But then if you desire Trump to win again, I almost need him to do good enough that they can't get rid of him. <laughs> right. So right, I, I don't, right. I, I'm, in a real, I'm in a weird place right now. I, I don't know what to do about it. The, the, what may be – as funny as his gaffes is watching now all the females who are trying to be the vice presidential candidate since he said, I'm going to pick a female. Which yeah. she should have never said. And, and you've, you've got the young lady from Georgia who, who says if he wants to win, he needs to pick me because I'm a winner. Although she lost the election to be governor, which I, I didn't get. Well, You've got this one in Minnesota that is in some kind of stare. I don't know what her deal is. And looks got a very odd glow about her. I don't know what that's uh, yeah, all about. Yeah, yeah, for some reason she's d- decided to, to act like French royalty before the revolution. Yeah, and you you got you Let got Pocahontas is lobbying pretty heavy, and you got Kamala Harris, uh, who you know, or how do we? How do we Kamala, Kamala, Kamala Harris, Kamala, um, Kamala, 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 who you know, she's honestly uh, her past, the way that would come out with now in connection with Joe would look would not be good. I mean that that would oh, look odd. What am I thinking? Um, so I, I don't know. I don't know what he's going to do. I'm still saying. He is going to pick his wife, and it's going to shock everybody. And they're going to work around the same state thing. Okay. Um, She's going to move over to Connecticut or something, and they'll 
You know how people do that. That's not a big roadblock. Well, no. we we have an issue too, like you were talking about these people that are vying. I got to go back to this woman in Georgia that keeps claiming that she's a winner when she lost, right? Because it's almost like you know she was not elected governor, but she says she got cheated. But it, you know, her saying that she's a winner, it's like me declaring that I'm a cowboy. You know, it's like I, it's just something I want to be. <laughs> well, but it's, but it's, it's a lot real. like. What are you, Rick? I'm a cowboy. It's yeah, a lot like in a football so. game. Big where me, you, I'm a cowboy. Where you, you go, well, I would have won if they hadn't hit that touchdown pass at the end right. of the game. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. And they vetted out that, that, that election pretty good because you politically and politically correct and all that, they were forced to. It, it's almost like it happened, what happened to. Uh, the George W. Bush, Al Gore thing. Right. Y'all pushed everybody so much, they actually got your real numbers and you still lost. Yeah. yeah. You know, you're, you're, I mean, numbers nobody could dispute. You remember yeah. Al Gore kept getting further behind the more they would go try to find votes. Yeah, and, and mm-hmm. several organizations checked that. And how about this? It was an extremely close yeah, was. vote in Florida, and you had a county there that was kind of sloppy with their technique. Yeah, no so, doubt. Yeah, so I don't know what the play Chad is now. I, I don't Ain't know. Chad. I'm I'm just starting to believe, based on what we just saw, you know, I'm just trying to be logical about this. If we were – I know it's it's a day of pretend. <laughs> if we were Democrats, it's weird, it's weird to even consider mm-hmm. that, but, I mean, picture that. If we were Democrats, I think I, I call you into the conference room and I shut the door and I go, guys, we're not serious about Joe Biden, are we? I mean, we're not. Well, you, we're you're going to have. Hey, we, we got a chance now. You're going to have Hillary Clinton, who's mm-hmm. going to swoop in at the last minute, say, nominate me. Right. Uh, you know, the Michelle Obama thing is still out there floating well, that's around. That's unspoken. Even though she said she don't want it. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that didn't mean anything. I know. But uh, it's, uh, it's, it's going to be an interesting election. I'll say that. So do if you were all right. So you're you're a Democrat since we're playing pretend. Mm-hmm. And uh, look, yeah, what was my question? Your question is this. I'm talking to you, and we're going to try to win. We think we got it now, okay? We think we got a shot. Based on? The pandemic. And we think this has opened up a door we're, for us. We're not worried about Tara Reid at all. No, nah, okay. we don't care about that. Nobody right. else does. Right. The media's, the well, media's going to cover us and bury that. Yeah, because in, even Joe Biden said, if you think I did this, don't vote yeah, for I mean, me. You which the means, media in your pocket. It's a different strategy. That's a strange way to feel. Well, because I'm talking right. to you, and you know what I'm saying? Our base mm-hmm. couldn't care less about this. Right. We only pretend to care when it's a Republican. Right, right. So the only people who are mad at Joe Biden about this aren't voting for him anyway. Right. That's what okay. I'm telling you in behind closed doors. Okay. And they're screaming we're inconsistent. Let them keep screaming it. So what? Yeah. Who cares? Mm-hmm. It doesn't change our vote. Okay, but we got to get our base fired up, and we got to win these battleground states that we lost to Trump when Hillary got lazy and thought she had it, and Trump's administrator, Trump's team, went in and they just outplayed us. They went in there and got after it, and they got it. We thought we had they, it, and we phoned it in. They put money and time right. in battleground states that some of the demos thought they had locked up. They did, and everybody got on board, rightfully so, with the hey we. We're tired of politicians. We want a businessman. Right. So the swings, but now, now, Man. but now Trump's been president for four years. So we can now portray him as just another politician. He's right. no longer a businessman. Right. Even you know, I'm just talking about strategy from them. So this is my question: Do you want to stick with Biden, and let's get a vice presidential candidate that really will be running things? And and if he gets to where his faculties get to the point he can't do it, that person will become president. Or do you want to get rid of him completely and get a whole new candidate? Bub, go. Well, I didn't get much time to think about it. I know, it, right? yeah, I know. I'm, uh, I'm just this is yeah. The, I, the fact that I think the game is in play now, I have to rethink my strategy. Uh, the question is, do you want to use up somebody uh, and get a potential loss for them? Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you know, I know, I know. Demos another way to think. Cuomo is always, you know, that name mm-hmm. is is it's it's Kennedy like in their mm-hmm. world. Mm-hmm. 
uh, even though he's going to have baggage galore. Uh, and he said he don't want to do it, but that doesn't mean anything. We we know football coaches that said I ain't leaving either. Oh, you know, but there's a happened, long list of that. that happens every season. So I w- if I was a guy and I said we really want to win this thing, um, I- I'm gonna I think I'm gonna try to press Cuomo in and re- just replace Biden. Well, I'm gonna put him in as VP. You can't. And because Biden said he was speaking to a woman. Well. You just say are bad? Politicians have changed their minds. Yes, they have. You know, Rick, I could give an impassionate speech that, that I was going to pick a female, but there's been someone who has stepped up. That's the way you'd have to They do. have been such a shining star. They basically saved our country when the okay. president was a moron. I didn't know that. And we I'm going to put him in. Now, we're still going to have a lot of females in our administration, right. but I can't look over the job this guy's done. And you just ignore. How's that for When, speech, when everybody huh? starts saying you said you were going to do it, you did, yeah, but we didn't know pandemic was coming. This person has risen up out of the ashes. He, during, he's done such pandem- a job. Yeah, right. I, can't look, I can't look past right. it. What, I can't you, look past it. We need to win. That's more important than what I said back when I said it. Right. You right. do that route? I think that's very possible. So Cuomo as vice president would be your show. If I was paid to tell them, that's what I'd, I'd try to do, I think. You what could have the best of both worlds and go Caitlyn Jenner. And that's a great one. Well, that's yeah. You can be whatever you want. Or get Cuomo to say he identifies as a woman just for the election. <laughs> that would work, too. Uh-huh. Now we got it. Bubba, Rick, and Bubba. All right, 22 minutes past the hour. We mentioned this in passing, uh, but one thing we left out, Joe Biden did say that women probably shouldn't vote for him if they believe Tara Reid's sexual assault claim against, assault against him, but he says he doesn't even remember her. But, I mean, Joe, but that's you can't. That, that's not an excuse. Well, there's a lot of things you don't remember. I mean, that, he said he I'm still uh, concerned with the the governor from Michigan. That strange look she's got on her face. Well, and that and that leads to this Have story. You, or does it bother y'all? Too? I know you picked up on that glow too. Greg. She has like an aura about her. Yeah, the, it, her yeah. face that, looks weird. It's I like they're trying to pull something over on you, and it's mm-hmm. like she's like a lizard person, really. And which one? Which one? Because a minute ago Whitmer. you said Minnesota. Yeah, you said Minnesota. I'm sorry, you Michigan. I'm sorry, Michigan. 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 Yeah, Whitmer. Michigan. Whitmer. Okay. Michigan. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. My bad. Yeah. Hey, that's on me. My no, no, bad. no. That's fine. I just want to see what y'all. Hey, me. That's on me. I think well, she's an alien. That, I, got oh, okay. I get it now. Under human skin. Y'all know what I meant. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Y'all, y'all know all about the lizard people. Everybody. Knows. Everybody does. Yeah. I mean. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, he, here's the world she wants to live in. Did you see? And Bubba mentioned this to me earlier. The American FedEx pilot has been sentenced to four weeks in a Singapore jail Golly. for breaking hotel quarantine. Uh, a FedEx pilot from Alaska sentenced to four weeks in jail in Singapore. They ain't kidding. He left his hotel to get medical supplies during a required coronavirus quarantine. He is the first foreigner to be jailed for breaking self-isolation restrictions in Singapore. He has pled guilty. Uh, he flew there from Australia with a couple of co-pilots. He said, look, it was poor judgment on my part. I left uh, my hotel room to buy a mask and get a thermometer. Uh, but uh, you know their rules. Their, their their rules were I couldn't leave, and that's what this governor of Michigan. She wants to be like this Singapore yes, governor. Yes, she does. Well, now Singapore doesn't play no games. No, nope. we know that. Mm-mm. We've talked to people who've been there. We've talked to people who do business mm-hmm. with Singapore, and you know they were christening a brand new subway fast train system through the country, and the president was there, and somebody stuck gum on the door. Mm. Where it was supposed to open up, you can't and, even chew and gum he there. outlawed gum in the whole country. Yeah. You cannot have it. No gum. You cannot <laughs> sell it. You cannot chew it. No in gum the, in the entire country. No gum because he will take you out and cane that butt for you. Okay, oh, yeah. and they will light you up. 
It also, uh, Rick, and it was Singapore that had in the airport, when you come in, foreign flight coming into their country, they have a noose hanging there and a sign that says, if you bring drugs into our country, this is how you will leave. Yep. And they're serious about it. They're very serious about it. Yeah. All right, I got to ask y'all something because you brought up FedEx. That's where you go. Hey, I don't need that aspirin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> never mind. This is this is going to fall into one of two categories. Either everybody knows that, mm-hmm. or right. you're going to be frustrated <laughs> that I'm bringing this to your attention. Okay, so it's going to fall in one of two categories. And I didn't know this, and I'm mad at myself that I didn't know this. Okay, until now, but now it's all I can see. Have you ever noticed? The arrow between the E and the X on the FedEx truck and their logo. Once you see yeah, the arrow, I have, I have. once you see the arrow, it is all you will all see you when you see a FedEx truck now. This is going to be one of those things that drives you crazy when you see their logo, their package sitting at the door, whatever. I, their did, truck, I did it one day. And all of a sudden, that's when you see this, you're going to immediately go to it. Look at the arrow between the E and the X. I see yeah. it now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now I see yeah. it. You'll never not see it. And no. it's a subliminal message for mm-hmm. precision and, uh, Moving and speedy deliveries yeah. Yeah. and getting on. Oh, but gosh. now. I think it's an occult symbol. And a, and, and a lot of people, when you bring it up, will go, Helms, everybody knows that. It was created in 1994. They've done studies yeah. on everybody this, blah, blah, that. blah. I, but I didn't know it. And now it's all I focus on. I refuse yeah. to see it. I knew it was there. Yep. I didn't. I admit. I, 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 but now bet- that's all I see. You, you look between the P and the S on UPS. Greg, yeah, just do it. Greg, don't make Greg. it. Don't bring up Prime. By the way, one one thing I've noticed. Yeah, I don't know why, but it's, I just don't do it. One thing I've noticed lately, and is that I've noticed because of the demand, the demand that we now have on shipping things and everybody buying things online. Yeah, I've had to do a couple of things lately, and I have to give them props. They're like giving me like these outlandish days. I I should expect it, meaning like like weeks, and then it's showing up in a few days. It's like they're they're, they're trying, trying to they're yeah. planning for the worst thing that could possibly happen. No. My gosh, that's not gonna be for two weeks, and it'll become like two days later. Oh yeah, <laughs> and that's it's it's uh, I've never noticed that about the UPS logo. <laughs> <laughs> Who would have thought this would happen? Speaking of the the lockdowns, Bob guess, hopes knows. There it is. Uh, guess what? Guess what we're having a problem of, and this never has happened, has it, throughout the history of time involving minors. Minors are getting alcohol delivered uh, during COVID nineteen lockdowns. An investigation well, has part. revealed uh, that uh, you know there's minors some, like underage, underage, not people digging no, the dirt. No, 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 no. If you, <laughs> I'll be sure I had okay, that right. If they've had you down in the mine, by golly, you deserve a cold. <laughs> yeah. you, you've had a drink. I don't even <laughs> care what you age. But, but anyway, but All no, right. we're talking you about get back to the top. Let him have one. Yeah. Underage drinking that the underagers are boozing it up, having alcohol delivered to the home. Boozing. I know there's supposed to be all kinds of things the people delivering are supposed to do, but they're just not doing it. Mm-hmm. They just kind of take your word for it. Click here if you're over 21. Okay, good. Well, you know why? Because what, this makes sense. Think about it. On one thing we've said, you just need to drop it at the door. Don't even encounter people. Okay, but then on the other thing, we're saying, why are you not vetting out whether these people are telling you the truth or not? Well, how am I going to do that if I don't interact with them? I have, have an ID, right? So if I take an ID, now I'm they're handing me an ID. Which should, so should they put gloves on, and I'll put gloves on, and they hand me the ID, then I throw my gloves away? You know. So what's happening? People just dropping the alcohol and going on. Right? I mean, that doesn't seem yeah. outlandish to think that might happen. Well, the investigation is showing they're not vetting out these people and people who are underage. Plus, all you have to do is – I mean, this is, the Greg, the classic case of, hey, will you go in there and buy us some beer? 
Oh, yeah. 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 As long as you got somebody at the house that'll vouch. I mean, you know, it's uh, it, this. This is much easier than stand, than creeping in the bushes outside the convenience store asking a man <laughs> if he's going to buy you some beer. Not that I've ever done that, but right. I know people have. Speaking of logos, this is odd too because Greg, I, look, I looked this up. Please Greg. look at that dog, Rick. The, right, there, there is a guy, Rick, who has designed some of the most famous logos in our country: IBM, UPS, Enron, Morningstar, Westinghouse, ABC, all of that. And his name is Paul Rand, R A N D. Instead of Rand Paul. Instead of Rand Paul, Isn't which is a currency. Isn't that odd? Yeah. That is strange. And he did logos. Huh. How about, how about that? Well, I'm telling you, once y'all see that, that arrow, connection? y'all will never see yeah. anything else. In that well, let me warn you. If you've got a copy on uh, on VHS of Little Mermaid, you don't want to look at those buildings. <laughs> You'll never see them the same either. <laughs> remember when that, was, when that was shown to you the first time? You're like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> what in the world? <laughs> those buildings. My goodness. That is at, at that point, you just put it down. <laughs> All right, we'll uh, we'll be back. Phone calls with you are coming up, and stories that we may have missed. Eight six six, we be big. Or check our website, Rick and Bubba. Spell out the word and dot com. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes now past the hour. Eight six six. We be big as our number. Thank you for being with us as we make our way back. Glad to have brand new sponsor on the program, Gobby.com slash Bubba. Uh, are you paying too much for your automobile uh, and your home insurance? You could be, and you said, "Yeah, Rick, I'm not going in." You, Rick, of all people, no hassle, Rick. But no, no, no. With Gobby.com slash Bubba, it's not a hassle at all. And trust me. You can, find, you can compare with 40 different insurance companies in just a few minutes. Uh, it's G-A-B-I dot com slash Bubba. Take two minutes today to see how much you can save on your car and homeowner's insurance. And, you know, if you go there and you use their system, it's free to use. doesn't cost you anything. And you look and you see that you have the best rate for the amount of coverage you desire, then great. Then you know you don't have that feeling of, man, I could have been saving some money. Can I get a better deal for the same coverage? Uh, they'll compare you with 40 different um uh, insurance companies and they got progressive and nationwide travelers all of them are in there and you can compare side by side apples and apples and say look i could i could be saving money that 825 dollars on average uh the gobby users have been been saving so why don't you go there gabi.com slash bubba or rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button it's no cost to you uh you could be saving money and if they if you if they can't get you any savings then you got the best deal available for the coverage you need Bubba, we have a baby prediction. Baby. Julie standing by. Julie, um, are you the the mom? Because I know at one time there was a friend talking for you. And do I, do, do no. I, all right, what's your name? No, I am not the mom. I am the principal, and she's one of my teachers. And she won't find out what she's having, and we want her to know. And she's in my office today. And I said we're going to call Rick and Bubba and get them to do a baby prediction. All right, so put her on. Put her on. Okay. Hello. Hey. hey. So, so what's your name? Amanda. Amanda. Okay. All right. Amanda, welcome. All right, so Amanda, as you know, we we try to give you the gender of your child based on some things that we find out about your husband and things that we find out about you since you have become pregnant 
from and and we you, we want to wait to about six months on, which I know that you've already been asked that you are more than six months pregnant, correct? Correct. Okay. All right. So let's start out with uh, with your husband. What does he do for a living? He works for a transportation company. He works. Now, now, what kind of job does he do? Does he sweat a lot? Is it a desk job? What does he? How does he do? He. He's a dispatcher. He does a little bit of both, he's, he's a what? Now? He's a dispatcher. 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 Okay, so how's he do? Yeah, well, <laughs> hey, late in the week. Yeah, right. Look, Bubba, let me tell you. you can, yeah, wait just a minute. Can I just tell? Hey, I, I, I need to tell Bubba and Greg something. Barbershops are open. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Don't ever all right, stop so, that. So he does a dispatcher. Which is he an air conditioned when he does it? Do they keep the temperature pretty good there where he is? Yeah. Okay. All right. So does he have any hobbies outside uh, of that? Yeah. Other yeah. than the obvious. Yeah, he likes to golf and grill. Golf and grill. Does nice. does he hunt and fish at all? No. Okay. Chop doesn't. wood. Chop wood. <laughs> no, ch- no, no chopping <laughs> no, wood. No, I'm gonna go no. <laughs> does he exercise, run, anything like that? Um, no. <laughs> okay, well that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Is this a first child together? Y'all are having? No, no, third. All right. Oh, so, okay. what are the other two? Girls. So he has produced two girls in a row. Um, any, yeah. you y'all, y'all haven't changed any routines. Uh, uh, Rick. Well, you, you have to change your routine <laughs> on anything you're doing. Yeah. If you if you keep producing, it's called insanity. Yeah, talking That's about it, in, in life. Right. I mean, you yeah. gotta. Yeah. Did y'all do anything different this time? I don't, you have to tell us. But have you done anything different? <laughs> yes. Okay. All right. Uh-huh. We'll leave. We'll leave it at that. Okay. We'll leave it at that. Uh-huh. Family show. All right. So. So now we want to know what kind of underwear he normally wears. Like, does he see a is he a brief guy? Is he a boxer brief, or is he a loose boxers, or is he go commando? Brief. Briefs, the old standards, tidy whities. Oh no, boxer briefs. Boxer briefs. Okay, okay but they, so they're tight though, not the loose. All right, let's let's talk yeah. about you for a minute. The hair on your legs growing more or less or about the same right now. More. No more. doubt. No doubt. No doubt. Uh, what about your cravings? More salty or sweet? What would you like right now? Sweet. Okay. It is sweet. Oh. All right. Well, this is, this is going to be easy today. Yeah. Whatever you guys, whatever adjustment you made was the right adjustment. We uh, think you're having a little boy. We think it is a boy. <laughs> a boy. All right. Yeah. Have you had a sonogram yet? Yes, but we're not finding out. So you don't know. You well, know, you do now. You do now. I mean, you might as well go get it. And if, and if you're upset, you have to blame your friends because if y'all were trying to be surprised, the surprise is now over. Because uh, because our our success rate is about ninety eight percent, maybe ninety eight three somewhere in there. That's impressive. It is impressive. Uh, so, uh, w- well, congratulations. And uh, and the names uh, William and Richard are really solid male names. They yep, really yep. are really solid. Right. Yes. Yeah, so. Well, let, call us back and let us know how it all comes out. All right. Thanks for the call. I will. All right. Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Here we go. Who And we're all wondering what the adjustment was, but I mean, we are. We are. But undoubtedly, it paid off. Chocolate. <laughs> you think? The reason why I'm not sure about your confidence with that answer is because they did not contact us. So they might have heard some other things. Or, or maybe they did because we do get quite a few emails. Maybe it was anonymous. That, and I do, right. I do answer some of those. 
All right, we continue. We continue with the phones yeah, at 866. Time. We be big. Helmsy, pay attention it's for this. Public, it's a public service. <laughs> Larry in Greenville, now you've opened the door on this logo stuff. I'm just telling you. you go. Larry, go hey, ahead. Good morning, fellas. Hey, Larry. Hey, uh, have you ever looked at the Browning logo? No. Take it, take, once you look at the Browning deer head, look inside, and you'll see a doe looking over her shoulder instead of the deer, uh, instead of the buck. Don't look at the buck horns. Look inside the Browning logo, and you'll see a picture of a doe looking over her huh. shoulder. I've noticed and I don't so pay attention you, to logos like I should. Yeah. I'm not helping. Once you see that, that's all yeah. you'll see every time. Yeah, okay. I got you. All right. All right, let's look. Uh, I don't. Oh. Where, yeah. where is oh, it? Oh, yeah, there she is. Yeah, there she is. Where? <laughs> She's inside. It's, that's it's, her ear going like up there. Yeah, that's her ear. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. There she sits. Mm-hmm. I do yeah. see that. Look at that. Yep. Yeah. I do see it. Bubba. I got it. I mm-hmm. still don't see it. That's all right. Don't. You don't want to. Bless, Bless you. Bless you. I'm missing that one. Yeah. All right. Yeah, it, it was right. That yeah, was that it. Is. I still can't see that dinosaur in that page full of just gibberish. You struggle, <laughs> you struggle with these things. Your eyes don't do what they need on, to do. On those, I don't. Some of them I do. You've never seen the hidden picture that I recall. That one where people say they see the dinosaur and it just looks I like know, a gibber on the page. That one's been tough on you. That or that uh, or the color test where they keep wanting me to find a number in those dots. Oh my god! Oh my god! That's gosh. the worst. <laughs> if it's a little green, look out. Tyler <laughs> out of Chattanooga, where the show's wall to wall and treetop tall now, yes, baby. Sir. Let's go, big fly. Go ahead. You see hey, it right hey. there, Bubba. See the doe now. The black. I was wondering. The black. I was wondering if y'all had seen the uh, video uh, of a mod actually breaking into the home and the nine one one call. <laughs> You're, are you, you're now? No, I haven't. Uh, you're you're talking about uh, the South Georgia. Now I know that nine one one calls are out today, and those nine one one calls are just people who've been calling saying they've been seeing people come through the neighborhood and somebody. People keep going in and out of the house that's being uh, built, but is not finished. Uh, and there's even some nine one one calls from the actual men that that were involved in this. But I have not seen anything that is video. Uh, that the man who was shot is actually on video breaking in anywhere. Not. No, it just shows him going in and looking around. It doesn't show him stealing anything. Yeah, yeah, okay. So, so you presented yeah, as you the, presented the, as the, as breaking in. We've always known from the beginning that he did go to this property, as many others have done in this neighborhood. But there's they've never had any video or evidence that he was taking anything. Yeah, the, the video I saw was he actually went into the home under construction. Then the nine one one call was actually them. He called and said, hey, I'm so-and-so retired officer. Yeah, that, that yeah. one was released yesterday. We did right, hear that one. Right, yeah, and it's an open frame yeah, uh, construction, not, like Rick said. It's and, not really a break-in. It, you might you might could call it a trespass, but it, it's not really a break-in. Yeah, because yeah. it, it's a house. But now he, he did go there one time at night with a flashlight. Still didn't take anything. Not a good idea. I wouldn't recommend doing no. that. Uh, but I don't think uh, justified the action for sure. No, no. Yeah, and this is some things. Uh, yeah, we're, we're, this is what we're looking at now. We're looking at that if it's the same person mm-hmm. or That's not. But you know how it is when a house is being built in a neighborhood, and you certainly should stay away from them or whatever. But I mean, I've uh, when I was a kid. I mean, I've, yeah, I've we've I've, all looked around. I've been in, and done yeah. that kind of stuff before. But it's dangerous because you get hurt in there. Yeah. So yeah. the the big question is still going to come down to: Is there anything that we see even with this? that warrants these men taking the action that they took that ultimately led to his death was the, was the death unnecessary uh, and could have been avoided if they had simply went another way. And that's, uh, and that's where, and, and is there, you know, that that's, but I'm, I'm just, must, I must prepare our society. 
because we, we, we love to take things like this and turn them into neat little stories like it's a sitcom, and rarely do they end that way. Uh, so just um, the, the, the question that's going to be out there is, were these actions, though, how do you justify these actions, and were they motivated by anything other than people who are worried about their neighborhood? We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. minutes to the top of the hour the rick and bubba show 866 we be big as our number phone troll uh, the lines well there's one available one available stretch takes them uh and we'll we'll take your phone calls rapid fire as we go phone trolling 30 seconds a pop at the end of 30 seconds our time on the program your time on the program comes to a close and then we'll move to the next one uh we start with mitch and weaver mitch you got 30 seconds go right ahead Green Acres. Thank you, buddy. What's on your mind? Hey, uh, I think the Biden campaign is a lot like that high school football team. Don't have a chance getting into playoffs until that other team gets the flu. Yeah, uh, that it's uh, it, it is similar. And again, if the Democrats see this as a potential win, now they got a chance. Do they? Do they now adjust? And uh, they go with a better candidate or a better combination that gives them a better shot. I felt like they were just throwing Biden on the heap and just trying to yeah, take did. a loss and then move on. But that's changed now. Uh, Chase, Gulf Shore, Sunny 105. <laughs> Chase, 30 seconds. Go ahead. What's going on, guys? You. Hey. Hey, so real quick, uh, this goes back to what y'all have been talking about, about if you feel like you're – if you're, you're going to catch it, stay home. My wife works at an audiologist's office, and so she wears scrubs. And last night we went out to eat because things started opening up at the beach. And this lady walked in with everything but a hazmat suit on and is like, why are you not at home? Why are you not uh, taking those scrubs off? Why are you not, like, taking a shower and wearing a mask? And she's like, those cloth masks don't work, lady. Like, (laughs) just because she wears scrubs, she was thinking that she's around COVID. Oh, yeah, and (laughs) and she works with people's hearing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, look, it's – this this is a dream come true for the Mrs. Kravitz of the world. Oh, they, they've been oh. waiting on stuff like this. This is the same person that wants to be given the responsibility. Uh, this loves to man. You mean I can go out and tell people and holler at them and tell them to put something on or move? Of course, you know, just scrubs could be. There's a lot of jobs that are. As a matter of fact, that people who this, I wish we wore scrubs. People who go and sell pharmaceuticals a lot of times have scrubs on oh, in yeah. case they have to go back into certain areas, but. Anyway, uh, we continue. Let's go to Micah and Florence, W-L-A-Y. Micah, go ahead. 30 Micah. seconds. How about it? Talk to me. Morning, Megan. Hey. Oh, uh, yeah, you talking about the sports teams having the flu earlier, Rick? Yes. Back when I was in high school playing uh, some basketball, we played an away game on Friday night. <laughs> the next Monday, five of us on the team all got the flu, all the same symptoms. So I guess we should have just shut down the rest of the season. Well, not just your team. The whole then the whole sport has to be shut down. The it, league, yeah, mm-hmm. the whole league. Whatever you're playing in, we shut it all down because five people on the team got the flu, <laughs> and other people might get it. We don't ever do that. Look, I've, I've coached before and said, "How many are we down to?" I say, "We're gonna have enough. If not, we'll have to call and forfeit, mm-hmm. or tell them we can't play. Try to reschedule." Yeah, I mean, have, do y'all not remember yeah. that? They didn't shut the whole season down. Mm-hmm. Happen, uh, I remember it several times happening, maybe in junior high and high school, uh, B-team stuff, you know. Well, let's go to Justin in Montgomery. Justin, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Uh, you Go ahead, 30 seconds. Hey, how are y'all this morning? Good. We're great. 
Um, I was uh, calling because we were talking about the flu and sports and the NBA shut down after one player, you know, tested positive. Ridiculous. I don't know if y'all remember, but back in 97, when the Bulls played the Utah Jazz, I think it was game seven, Michael Jordan played with the flu. Yeah. And everybody thought it was heroic. Gatorade made a bunch of money off of it because they said, you know, he was constantly hydrating with Gatorade. Yep. And now that's one of his number one selling shoes is what they call the flu game. Yeah, yeah he hit the he hit the jumper right at the buzzer mm-hmm. that game. I remember. As that. a matter of fact, our podcast this weekend, <clears throat> Coronavirus Truth and Lies, Doctor David Williams brings up the Michael Jordan flu game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like, uh, how how was he allowed to stay on the floor with the flu? Rick? Oh. How was it allowed? Uh, it was. If Who he, wants if, to cover him? Right. <clears throat> matter of fact, we, we did a whole campaign around how heroic it was. Yeah, So we continue. Uh, 866, we be big Danny in Kentucky. Danny, welcome to the Rick and Bubba show. You got 30 seconds. Go ahead. Yeah, good morning, Rick and Bubba. Hey. I just want to throw something out there as far as our worship. I know up here in Kentucky, we can't, we're allowed 33% capacity in our church. But with all this going on, is it going to, you think it's going to refrain the Holy Spirit from really working in people's lives because of all this, uh, whatever going on in church? And there's going to be people that's what going to be worried about in church. No, no, thank you. No, no, the Holy Spirit, I don't think, is is worried about what people are doing, about how many people go and sit here and sit there. I think the Holy Spirit's much bigger than that. Is um, he saying that because it shows a lack of faith not going? Is that I'm no, kind of trying I, to understand. I took it that he said it, when people are not in these right. services and they're not in worship together right. and they're not there with the Holy Spirit moving, will that make the Holy Spirit less prevalent in our society because – you know these churches are not getting together as as we are told to do. You ready to know? You ready for what I took out? What he said? What is that? When they do go to church, they're so distracted on how far away okay. people are and what and if they're do, you know having a social visit, it's going to distract them from the service and the Holy Spirit moving mm-hmm. huh. and and kind of get them off kilter a little yeah. bit. Yeah, where church turns into something, you're not focused on why you're supposed to be there. Right. Yeah, that's what you got. He That's may what be I right. thought he was saying. That, that actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah. He, may, he may be right. Yeah, yeah. Because I got news for you. Can somebody? How's that head? Can some? Okay, listen. Can somebody? I think. That, I think that's pretty good. Yeah. It does. How about, How about this? How about this? I'm going with Speedy's. Great. I, I, I am too. I think I am too. <laughs> Let's go back to this again. How in the world? Okay, so somebody says you can go back to your church. Thirty-three percent. Thirty-three percent. Not thirty. Not thirty. <laughs> I love that. Okay. All right. Thirty-three percent. Okay. Should not thirty-five. Be, shouldn't it be thirty-three and a third if you're going to be yeah, exactly? Yeah. yeah. But but, <laughs> but again, how do you how do you do that? How do you do that? All right, so guys. Well, it's not it, like tickets. Yeah. Put brother Cecil well, at the front. Not can, letting anybody I was in. talking yeah. to a pastor this week who was discussing this with me, and I asked him that, and he said, "Well, some of these churches actually have ticketing systems. Some of these larger churches, and those for us to adapt to something like that would be easy." Can you imagine, but, did you get your tickets? But the problem the is church? these kids' ministries, and yeah. you can't – there's not enough room. And, and, they don't have enough and room God, for And God this. forbid you say the children aren't at risk. Well, you're not, you're not allowed not to say so that. much that, but they can still be carrying it around with them on their surface, <laughs> the surface yeah. of their clothes, and they're still yeah. – you still got to have volunteers in there. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, what are you going to do? you going to take the temp of every volunteer well, that walks in the you, room? I know, I know yeah. we can't now because of the propaganda, but if it were me, I would say, well, what do we do every flu season? Yeah, no, no question. Let's just do that. No question. You know, and mm. I don't see that we do anything during flu season to yeah. tell people who are sick not to come to church. Yeah, if you're coughing and the, running a fever, spacing everybody out in the sanctuary is as an easy task. It's all the other behind the scenes things that right. they don't know what to do with. But they what, don't have the room. But let's go back to this. Let's say which is an overwhelming majority of the churches in this country. Yeah, 
you are a church that has 200, 300 members, and you don't have any of that technology. Right. Hey, this Sunday, only 33% of you come. How are you doing that? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you go out there, and there's people in the parking lot that says, oh, we're, we're, I think we're at 30, I don't know, we're somewhere around 33% already. Well, how are we supposed to know that? So we drove over here for, what do you want us to do now? We'll just stand out here in the parking lot, you know, or, or go back home. How are you going to do that? Now, if you're some big, gigantic operation like, you know, Joel Olstein and all that, and you got a big arena and you can do a ticketing service and all that, I guess you can just put up for sale 33% of your seats. And then you have those other problems you're talking about. Yeah. But that's not really the story of many churches. No. There, there's an awful lot of churches that, how do you even do that? Well, you're going to have to go to multiple services. You're going to have to reservations, and you're going to have to leave a section out for those people that do come up. Yeah. So you really ought to do it at 25% and have that extra 7 8% to go along for with the people that walk up. Or do what you are to do. Church is open. If you don't feel good about it, don't come. Bingo. Crazy but it's open. it's open. It's open for who wants to come. And the rest of you watch it online if we got that. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.